back. Oh, see. She's a beast. She, Everybody's scared of Cyborg. That's the beast. Right, right. <laughs> 56 seconds. 56 seconds? Jesus Christ. That's Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did y'all see that Buster uh, Douglas story, that 30 for 30? No. Man, I gotta watch it. Just man, the, fuck Buster Douglas. The, sto- the story of how he beat Mike, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I don't fuck with Buster like, Douglas. Man, I don't care about that shit. Hey, I don't mind <laughs> what he said. What that shit called? Uh, 42 to 1. It was a 42 to 1 chance of him winning. And he randomly just won. Like, yeah, that's mom, his mom episode. passed. He just was like, Oh, now it just came too. Own it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. That was Mike Tyson's first loss, though. Like, get out of here. And he was fresh out. Yeah. Well, no. That was before he was. Uh, I thought he was fresh out then. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That, was that was before he went before down. He went down. Uh, so he was on the tear, but then they said he um he was basically Buster Douglas was supposed to be a warm up fight for the title fight later on. So they was like, fuck it. Fuck Since they had, here, I think man. Evander was supposed to fight him and they pushed it back. So he was like, Well, what are you gonna do until the end? So they was like, Man, let's give him a you know, give him a warm up fight in between. So he fought Buster Douglas. His upset. And, and <laughs> was, yeah, he was supposed to beat Buster Douglas in yeah, you know, yeah, in a round and a half. Wow, and then even Don King, they was like, "Yeah, he's gonna obliterate him." And then all of a sudden, he won and like beat him up. It was fixed. And it was then, the fix, and then lost the title <laughs> the next fight. Anyway, ain't in WWE too. Yo, 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 we are back. You know what I'm saying, David Native Sons Podcast, 2019, first episode. Uh, this is episode number seventeen. Seventeen. Thank Ooh. you, Sean G. That you heard. Uh, the other voice you heard is. My man from Filmo, Frisco, Troy from Legend Live Forever. What's popping, hey, brother? Hey, 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 what's going on, brothers, man? I appreciate y'all having me today. Hell yeah. Sean G is in the building. Deshaun Davis is in the building. We are at Dream Ear Productions, Frisco, California, still. Let's get it. So, Troy, what's popping, man? Yes, How was your uh, holidays? Uh, it was cool. It was cool, man. You know, uh... Hung out with the family and everything. Tried to keep it kind of low key. Didn't do too 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 much. Uh, we had did that show, uh, the For the Love of Music show, right before the holidays. Yeah, yeah I remember. So that was pretty dope. That was pretty dope. Then I did another show in SAC uh, this past Friday and stuff. That was cool too. And everything, you know. That was the one. Trying to stay busy. Neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, that was on the, on the twenty first. That's yeah. a cool room. That yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, I like that spot. And we did it upstairs. You know, on the upstairs floor, like we yeah, used yeah. to. So it was cool. You know, brought the band out and everything, and just. You know, try to bring something different to the table. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, from what I, I unfortunately couldn't have made it. I uh, couldn't too. I had some family shit. Two jerks. Yeah, I definitely, (laughs) you can call me that. Uh, (laughs) But from what I saw, though, and from what uh, City P was telling me that, it was was lit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was was a good turnout. Yeah, yeah, it was a good turnout, good crowd and everything. And then, you know, uh, uh, we was a little behind. You know, that kind of. Of course, man. Right. (laughs) You know, so, but I feel like. You know, because I headlined, so I went on last, and it was kind of late. So it was like 12.30 uh, by the time I hit the stage, and I was kind of like... Was some folks that left and... Yeah, 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 where, you know, the bulk of the crowd kind of was like there for... I was supposed to go on 11.30, and then a lot of them by about 12 was like, oh, man, I got to bust this move. Oh, yeah, I got to get back see, to the, the I got to, you know... That that just definitely proves who's really there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but it was cool. It didn't it didn't really hurt the performance and nothing like that on my part, you know. Yeah, I feel of course like, not. We we professionals, man. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. You know, but I just was like, you know, with that that but that let me know exactly like that these people are at least willing to come out, you know, when we do these type of events. So yeah. you know, if we on time and everything is moving how it's supposed to move, 
you know, I think we'll uh, be able to maximize those efforts more. What made the um the show ba- get backed up? Was it? Hey man, um, can I go on later, man? I think it was a little bit of that. I wasn't there because I had I had to leave and okay. go um to another event and then had to come back. So by the time I got back, I was like on my schedule. I was like, okay, damn, I'm gonna miss all of this. And by the time I get back, you know, it's either gonna be city or you know, it's damn near gonna be time for me to get on. Right. When I came back, it was like, damn, we only two performances in, and I was like an hour behind of what I had to do. Hey man, I just. We just know, we got to know that we need a team, right, right, <laughs> to, right, to make sure that that ship is running tight, right. Might need to hire Dreamier Productions to do the show <laughs> next event because he runs a tight ship. Hey man, sometimes that's <laughs> what we need, you know. What I mean, and I know, you know, from what I understand, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't name drop or nothing like that, but from what I understand, you know, just was a couple conversations about people not wanting to go, you know, around this time and you know having yeah, you, issues you get where it's that. like. That's cool, but we know we on a schedule, so people that's there and they got that's in charge, we got to make sure we at least cut it to okay, cool. I'm gonna give you ten. You feel me? I'm gonna give you fifteen. But if you open it, we know what it is. I can't stand that shit. That uh, should be happening with DJs, man. Like I want to go. Like when I was younger, I'd be like, I need to go this spot. I'm the best one here. And right. But it's like as I got older, I got to be a better DJ. I realized that every part of night has a different purpose. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Whether you're opening, closing, middle, like whatever, like you can do it a good job. Right. Each part, each slide has a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And those openers got to know that they're not there for the headline. Like if you know you coming to open, have your people there early. Right, right. And perform for the people that you brought. <laughs> you yeah, know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. And then get a, get a live for the next person. Exactly. 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 For the right. show, cause, but people like they'll do it for themselves. Or the DJ for themselves, they'll perform for themselves. Yeah. Right. And Don't hold up the show because your ego is thinking that you need to be performing in front of the next 20, 30 people that should be coming. Right. Uh, nah, perform now. And just knock that out, you know? <laughs> yeah, knock but, that I mean, out. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, I mean, it, it was a cool night and everything, though. So we uh, we put together the next couple right now. Okay. And stuff, you know. At like Neck of the Woods, too? Uh, I think we might have one at Neck of the Woods, but I think another one we got uh, is coming up at Starline Club out in Oakland. Nice. Oh, I just heard about that. Nice. Yeah, so we're doing that, I think, the end of this month on the 26th. And we just put together a couple different artists and stuff right now. Okay. Stop. Well, yeah. Uh, talk about them, them two projects you dropped last year. Uh, you dropped two in one year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tried to be DMX for a sec. I like it. You know, but I, like I did, <laughs> I did uh, Poster Boy Troy. That one dropped uh, October, October 19th. Yeah, day before my birthday mm-hmm. and everything. And that's doing pretty well. You know, I've been getting a good uh, reception from everybody about it. Yeah. People I mean, like what I'm they like, it. you know. Some people like, um, <clears throat> you know, some of the main songs like Birthday. That's, uh, you know, a lot of people's of favorite. Course, yeah. So people love that song. Um, so Much Pressure, that song. We've been getting a lot of, a lot of good feedback. Uh, money moves. That's probably gonna be my next video, visual, and all that. We putting that together now, and then um, I dropped seven on the twenty first of December. You know, seven songs, oh, yeah, another yeah, seven yeah, songs, yeah. and that's like uh, like I was saying, that's my seventh project as a as a solo artist. You feel me? Mm. And I was like, damn, I didn't I realize was, it was yeah. seven projects. Special, that's, that's special seven. number, man. Yeah, yeah, that's seven solo projects. So we did <laughs> seven as Legends Live Forever, the group. And then now I done done, I've done seven on my own. You feel me? So I was like, you ain't on David Ruff and shit. I mean, you know, <laughs> not, not yet. I got to get the look down. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, but on that one, that one been doing pretty well too. A lot of people been, um, you know, I, y'all. I know y'all seen on uh, Instagram on um, 
or Instagram, whatever, on the socials where they posted the uh, the numbers and everything for what people were getting with streams yeah. and yeah. stuff. So I kind of posted that a couple of times, and everybody kind of was just tapping in with me about it, like, dang, really? Like, a lot of people really don't know that information. So i just been kind of telling them, and i just been posting recently just more so Were they what surprised about the numbers, or were they like, you should have more numbers? Nah, I think they were just surprised about the numbers. Like, I know everybody was posting their Spotify numbers and mm-hmm. stuff. But then also we posted the other one with the price sheets, you know, the price. Oh, yeah, per, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so everybody was kind of like, dang, they didn't know it and they don't know that information. So I'm kind of just been telling people, you know, the difference between how artists can gain from uh, streams aside from people actually buying the stuff. You yeah. feel me? Because nobody buys records and stuff no more. So for those that don't know, you're talking about it was a it was a, a chart that... Um, Biggs posted right, mm-hmm. Kareem Biggs, from, or somebody posted from, from Rockefeller, yeah. right? And it had each streaming service with the actual streaming rate next to it, right? Right, yeah, so like Spotify, how many spins, yeah, yeah, so, yeah the, X amount of dollars, yeah. right? But w- it was the one that had if w- a million spins got this, right? Right, right, okay, with yeah, that, so, the YouTube, the streaming, right, right, right. So there was another one that had the actual spin rate, mm-hmm. so YouTube had like. Uh, a thousandth of a penny right. per stream, all the way up to Xbox, and Xbox had the Xbox pays the most. Hmm. They pay damn near like three cents a stream. Wow, damn. Yeah, and title is like right before that. Right, right. Yeah, but the most popular one is Spotify, obviously, and they don't pay that much. They pay a little bit more than uh YouTube, right, per stream. And but people are always driving all their traffic and all their their whole flock of people and supporters over to Spotify when they really should be saying stream my shit on Xbox. Right, right, <laughs> you know right. What I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I got an Xbox. I don't, I don't stream music on my Xbox, so I don't even know how, you know, that even go. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know how that goes either. Um, I, just, I mean, I just don't try. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a music section where you can go do it. But Yeah, but Tidal, though. Tidal is paying close to um, a little over a penny and a half per stream. Right. And that's a lot. Right, Honestly, right. That's a lot. So, adds up. Yeah, that definitely adds up. And I was—I just was in a meeting today, telling someone that they need to put out more content. Because the more content, the more streams, the more eyes, and all of that shit adds up. Right. From YouTube to Spotify to even um, it's companies that's counting, that's beginning to count Instagram streams now too. Really? Yeah. Damn. So all of that, if if it falls under specific guidelines, they're gonna start counting those because they starting to count YouTube. I mean, uh, uh, Facebook. Right, right. So, you know, the streaming game is where it's at, and people need to get on board with that and realize that it's more than more than just trying to get popping on YouTube or SoundCloud right. or, you know, what I'm saying because people that's getting popping on SoundCloud aren't even monetizing their own mm-hmm. channel. For one, and, and, and they're not even them, on their own channel. Yeah, and a lot of them don't even know that you can do that. Exactly, exactly. You know, from so. from SoundCloud to YouTube, you feel me? Yeah. So that was game. I remember when that when that meme was going around, and and people just didn't realize that it's an uphill battle, man. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's why I was saying, like, on on the most recent project, a lot of people have been buying it. You feel me? Because they see those numbers, and for some reason, you know, people that want to support, I'm like, hell yeah, buy it. They like, you know, so heck of people have been sending me. Um, screenshots and everything that they bought it and That's was just important. like, you know, I want to support. So, you know, I don't want to just sit there and just 
be like, I, I downloaded it, I'm streaming it here, I bought it, and I'm still going to stream it right. on this and everything. So I've been like, you know, for the past two projects, I got that out of people. So I've been feeling good about that, you know, that people have been more in tune you know, it's with a, the music. A good strategy I've noticed with certain independent artists is that they'll release their album, mm-hmm. but for the worst, the first week, it'll only be available oh. for purchase. Yep. So the real fans will buy it. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they'll be like, "Damn, I want to hear this shit," and they'll just give in and buy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a week later, then it'll be on all the streaming. Stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like a good strategy. Too. Yeah, um, I tried to. I think I used to do that. I tried to do it with my first couple projects, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I had it on like, um, and what was the other Bandcamp. one? Bandcamp. Yep, Bandcamp had it on Bandcamp, and it, it. I mean, I got a couple out of that. You feel me? I don't know. I don't think my numbers was what I wanted them to be. <laughs> so I was like, man, just put that shit out everywhere so people can just get it. I was just going to say, man, um, the first person that did that was, um, I want to say Taylor Swift. But if not her, it was someone else of that same caliber. Um, I can't think of who it was, but they did that. Mm -hmm. It was only available. It wasn't available to stream anywhere, but it might have been like a week or two. Right. It might have been Adele. Adele, it definitely was Adele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of I her. Think I think I remember that yeah, conversation. she was like one of the first people. She, I think she was the first person to do that. Like, no, go buy my shit first. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if for her it worked because she ended up doing $3 million. Yeah. She's so big, though, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She ended up But I think, like, money. for a lot of, like, independent artists, like, you make some cool little change. Mm-hmm. Off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you do all right, you know? And yeah. Then, and then, you know, then you just... Flood it from there on next week or whatever. Yeah, I got a couple things um, coming up that I want to put together and stuff just to kind of get more people engaged and bring people out. You feel me? Let them listen to the projects and stuff. Event wise or what? Yeah, yeah, it's event wise. Okay. And just putting those together and stuff just to get more people out and more people involved that really want to support. Because I remember back when we was doing stuff, you know, some years ago, we used to do a lot more things. All of the events. Inclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like. A lot of people involved. We'd be a little more just kind of to ourselves. And just with the team, and then you know we push out to the people like, nah, bring these people in because these yeah. people want to be a part. And I think it, you know, it may it make it a little, it make it bigger because it's more personal. You feel me? So that's why I'm trying to just you know make sure we do that so I can play these projects for the people and they can hear because it's a lot of people. Like I said, the project been out. One of them came out October. One of them came out December. December yeah. And it's people that have n- listened to neither. You so know? these these next efforts for um, bringing people in and getting people involved is to support. The two projects that's already out. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah, it's not for any new project. No, 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 no. I mean, if we, you know, depending on the vibe, if I got some, if I got the ears and they really, you know, attentive and they want to hear some extra stuff, I might throw in some extra stuff from the mm-hmm. next projects coming up, just to let them hear it, just to get a vibe. You feel me? Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's the thing about the Bay right now is it's a lot of um, it's a lot of venues right now, and not traditional venues like clubs or anything but just spaces right. event spaces that's allowing artists and creatives to start just putting together those type of events and curate those type of events and we just don't know about them i just right. learned about three today yeah you know and one of them is uh is moad the museum <coughs> of uh african mm-hmm. african diaspora um i said that word wrong but diaspora, but y'all, diaspora thank you <laughs> i'm glad you said it, it didn't feel right like, uh-huh. it didn't feel right uh but anyway that museum Okay. That's they, on Mission Street, right? Yeah, man. Downtown. They're, they're opening up for a lot of stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I definitely got to tap in. Yeah. I'm going to get something. more information because um, my cousin, actually, he um, he told me about it. Right. And and they got like three levels and it's oh. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we definitely got to just keep 
as artists and as event planners or whatever, curators or whatever, we got to keep our eyes open right. to just unique spaces other than clubs because some, some people just don't want to go to a go. fucking club. And I, I feel that. And then a lot of the times it'd be stuff that don't even be for the club. And it's like, nah, just at a club and it turn people off just right. because they don't want to come to that environment yeah. and that atmosphere. Right. Imagine doing what you do at Moat. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And you that's what I wanted to do. Like, you know, like 111 Minute is kind of in the, uh, in the talks mm, about mm-hmm. doing an event, the type of event that I want, you know, to do and everything. So I think, shit, you know, I'm definitely going to have to highlight you about that. Yeah. Even even um, the Heritage Center. Film. Definitely, like, definitely. That space, I feel like, can can grow into a lot of different things if people just get more involved. It's just convincing people to come out. Right. That's, yeah. the, that's the thing. I think a lot of times people have kind of like negative... Um, I don't know. Just like certain venues have like like a negative stigma, right? Or they just have like a that's true. A vi- they have like people are like, nah, I don't want to go there because they only think of it in one way. Yeah. But if you go to like these other you know alternative venues, it could be like a really like more inviting feeling, right? A warmer feeling, more creative, positive feeling. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I, and that's what I think. I think just being able to utilize those things, especially out here in the city, because we don't have a lot. No more. We have them, but we don't have the access to them like we used to at one point. And just yeah. sometimes it's just like getting re in touch with these people that run these spots and everything nowadays because we don't we shouldn't have to keep going to Oakland all the time to go do something because nobody out here want to do an event or want to let us do a, one, a, a, a theme that goes on here just always having to do things across the water when we uh-huh. got a lot of the a lot of the sauce over here yeah, you know because yeah, a lot of them I mean a lot of them come from you know out over in the East Bay in that area and stuff and do a whole bunch of everything out here yeah and we do the opposite when it's like nah man we the hub man we got everything right 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 even though we lost like a vital venue mm-hmm. last year with a with brick I don't know how you feel but we we had a whole conversation about brick when that whole thing was going on with, uh-huh. with Jason and um yeah, we just collectively was like, nah, we cool. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because I just did something there a couple months ago and everything, and it's just different. Like, yeah. I mean, it's cool. They still kind of run the same. It's different you know, because game, but uh, uh, Dave not there no yeah, more. Yeah, I talked to Dave that night. I was like, what's up, bro? You not working? And he gave me a whole rundown. Oh, you like, never oh, knew? No, no. Like, yeah. I knew I knew that, you know. It was going on, but was you didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah, know how yeah. in, in depth it was. Yeah, it was weird, bro. Like, he, I knew about that earlier. This or earlier 2018, bro. Like, and Brick was an important venue for us. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of things going on there, but it took a lot for me to say, nah, fuck that. And Jason was cool to me. Right, right. He treated me cool, like, you know, but that dude was bad news, man, when it came to, like, the community. Right, right, right. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, the location was like, really cool. Yeah, yeah, everything was perfect about that venue. And that's why it thrived so good, and a lot of people was flocking to it because... Yeah, like you said, Shine, it was the location. So Right. It's a good size room right you know, right off the freeway. Man. Central. Everything. That between was a, that kind of different hoods. Like. That was a big law. And I think he's still involved, but he's not involved with, with New Parish anymore, but I think he's still involved with Brick for oh, sure. Oh, he's heavily involved mm-hmm. with Brick. Yeah, yeah, because he own he owns the two buildings, I think. Right. He's heavily okay. involved and man, there's a lot I want I'll say off the air, but um yeah, he's the main one right there. So Yeah. Right. The other people involved um, aren't necessarily in heavily involved anymore. Right, right, okay, right, that makes right, sense. Right. Yeah, man. So, just 
we just got to just keep our eyes open and uh, keep sharing information. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the biggest thing, like you said, just sharing information, just letting, yeah. you know, letting folks know, especially folks that you know that's doing stuff. Like you, some people be just selfish with information, and they'd be like, bro, so you're just not going to let nothing happen, and you knew all of this and didn't say nothing? Hey, man. <laughs> I ain't going to say no names, man. <laughs> what you about to say, Sean? <laughs> oh, no, I was just, just going to say, uh, yeah, we just got to <clears throat> just... All, all these alternative spaces, we just got to kind of um, exhaust the options, you know? Yeah. Right. And I think Neck of the Woods is a good-ass space. Yeah. I, I haven't been there for, like, a while. Um, and I would have came, but you had invited me personally, but I had two I had two gigs that night. It was crazy. But, it was uh, Friday. Right, right. It was a lot. It was a lot, man. But um, that room is tight, man. And I've DJed there a bunch in the past. And uh, it's a good-ass room, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would say the only negative to that spot is it's really hard to park around there. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But it's all good. We'll make it happen. You and, know what and, mean? That's, and that's usually Carpool, the Carpool, you know what I mean? Catch an Uber a little. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be all good. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you start um, including live in- instrumentation uh, into your show now? Because that's what you do now, right? Yeah. A little bit, right? A little bit, yeah. yeah. A majority of the shows. Um, I'm going to keep it honest, man. Even odds. Hey, man. Not because I'm sitting right next to you, but, you know, <laughs> I seen y'all do it because, um, you know, we used to do a lot of shows together, and yeah. I think y'all came and y'all brought out, I went to uh, y'all, I think, I forgot what, what project it was, but y'all did it at Brick and Mortar. The Revision. It was The Revision. It was The Revision, yeah. and y'all had the whole band out mm-hmm. there. That uh, was the first time. Yeah. So I just, I like that feeling, you feel me? Yeah. We was at the show, and I was like, bro, this is dope. And, you know, I had uh, listened to the album, but then I always refer back to that show mm-hmm. where it was like... The nah, feeling was, was kind of, yeah, <laughs> the feeling was just different. You feel me? The live instrumentation, just the whole vibe of everything was tight to me. And I was like, bro, I got to do stuff like this because I know I got some joints, but that'll feel good like this. You wow, feel yeah. me? So I think that kind of, that kind of would, uh, installed it in me and had me like, let do this. Yeah. So I kind of just wanted to start doing that more just because I don't know, man. I just felt like I need to start setting myself, you know, apart from a lot exactly. of, a lot of the artists out here. You exactly. feel me? I mean, I don't really, like to go with go with the wave of what everybody else is doing, so I'm kind of like, okay, I don't really don't make that type of music that everybody is kind of just flocking to that's popular. So I make the music that people actually do like, but I got to make my own version and give yeah. them a reason to put and me up there. You know, that's the key right there. A lot yeah. of people don't realize that that you can do what everybody's doing, but make it you, right? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so. I, I I also tell like a lot of uh, the music you're making lately is just is. I just feel like you're just doing what you want to do, right? And right. I really like that. Yeah, and that's um, and that's just man from talking to you know folks like y'all, where I just understand where it's like, you know, you being a DJ, you know, something that I think is a club record might not be a club record to you. you and that's know? okay. That's what, I remember you invited me to your listening party last year. Right, right, right. And that's what I was trying to say it was just like, like there's so many avenues that have nothing to do with the club. Yeah, you're you're you have a higher chance of winning. Not doing anything to do with the club. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just especially now, there's just there's genres and there's like ten subgenres under that genre. And it'll be so much stuff. And it's like I, I really sat back and had to think about it. Like, you know, what am I going for? Am I going for if when I do stuff that I like, I really I can explain it better. I don't gotta be like, oh man, it's something they're gonna play in the club. It's like, nah, if they like it to play in the club, I'll send it to you. But those yeah, those and that's why I was saying it the thing. I was, way. Like, I was like, those records will come. Right, right. But just make the dope music. And that's what you I'm know, and I think making a record like that, you know? Yeah, and I think I just really like I sat back and I thought about like all the times that I'm in the club and stuff, what do I hear? 
it's a lot of stuff that I hear only in the club that I don't even have on a playlist of mine. You know, Dude, I'm, there's so much. Like, me? I only play music I love, like, I really like. Like, I, I generally don't play any music I don't like. But, like, it's just like I was telling DL, like, I was fucking with kind of, like, some playlists on Spotify and, like, making something. It's mm-hmm. like none of that music's on there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because just lately, it's like I just want to be in a different space. Yeah, all the time. And that's how I feel. Like, I, I mean, you know, I got a lot of artists and stuff on my playlist. That I necessarily don't go to the club to listen to. I listen to them ride around in the car. Exactly. I listen to them with my headphones on. So I'm like, man, if you make music that people just want to listen to, you're gonna win automatically. Because exactly. that's what it's like. And then people are gonna want to come see you live. They're gonna exactly. want to fuck with your shit. And those are the people that are gonna buy your project. Maybe you right. can put it out a week early or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. You know. And that's what I start seeing at just different shows and everything. I start seeing that. You know, people, my friend, people I have in the studio, they like these other songs. They don't like the songs or care so much about the songs that, you know, I think is a single. Like, uh-huh. that's like, okay, that's cool, but I like this one. Do that song. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, and that's, you know, once you start going and you do so many shows and everything, you start seeing what the people like. And it's like, okay, I understand. And I notice, you know, even though, like, Birthday is my single, you know, I made Birthday a single because it's so universal, mm-hmm. you know. So to be able to push that and, you know, get behind that is good because I went and did a show, like I did in SAC, and I had real, like, a set of, you know, me just rapping, you know, a couple bounce tracks. Then I did Birthday to End It as a track. And I was like, that stood out to people, but it also was, like, a good way to end it. Because they wasn't there for that, really. You feel me? They mm. wasn't there for those type of records. The other records did better. The other records did better. Wow. Birthday, Birthday definitely did well. But it was like, the other records, they was engaged in. Birthday was kind of like, oh, I got to... Oh, okay, I gotta listen. Oh, I like this. You wow. feel me? And it was one of those where afterwards, you know, a lot of people came in and complimented other songs and stuff, and was like, "Hey, that's your single. You got that? I need to go listen to that, but mm. that shit sound tight." You feel me? And it was kind of like, "Okay, cool. I know you like it, but I see that everything else was what impressed you, or what what brought you into the show." You feel me? So who was on the sax show? I forget. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta look at the flyer and stuff. I'm not really familiar with all of them. Um, a lot of the artists and stuff out was there. Was it a, a I Lisa? It definitely was a I Lisa. Mm-hmm. It was a um, a Rock the Mic Sacramento. I think it was an eighth year anniversary. She's still rocking. That's tight. Yeah, she's still holding it down. And it was like, I mean, and you know, no disrespect to none of them, but I just really don't remember mm-hmm. any of their names. Nobody nothing. stood out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the music stood out, but I don't, I don't remember. It was one dude I think that went before me. His name was like I Five, I think. And he had like a like a Dave East flow. Was and he I was related like, okay. to I Alicia? He might have been. <laughs> a little I, little I, uh, I, I crew, I squad. Yeah, <laughs> but I forget. But I mean, you know, it was some definitely was definitely some good talent in there and all that. But I don't. It wasn't like a you know on a uh, rock the mics. It'd be like 10, 15 artists. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of like, is she still doing that? Yeah. So. I call them fifty man rap shows. Yeah, and I got that term from uh, from DJ Juice because <laughs> he used to always say, "Man, I don't like DJing these fifty man rap shows." So, are those still? Is that still a thing? Yeah. Outside of outside of like um, coast to coast, and um, and rock the mic, are people still throwing on? Yeah. Cause I ain't been to a show in a while. I feel bad saying that. It's it's like them. Um, they do them out there. I know for the uh, rock the mics, but then also um, do they flow though? Like, is the rock the mic? A, is it a flow? Or is it, it what you experience at show shit where people like, nah, I want to go on at this time? Cause and nah, I don't think. I think with that, it's more so she. Uh, well, they delegate who goes on or whatever. So usually they got a time. Obviously, you know, when I was there, it was a, you know, eleven twenty two set time that. 
didn't go until 12, 15. Oh, God. You feel me? But that was like, <laughs> <laughs> from what I understand, that was a uh, that was just a misread on the host. The host just was going down the line and skipped my name. Oh, wow. Because she told me when I walked in, like, hey, you on after them. That's on stage right now. I was like, okay, for sure. Cool. I made it right on time. And then I sat there for almost an hour, like, Mm-mm. and then she came and was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I mean, she was like, she was sorry and all of that. But then she was like, man, they forgot to, they just skipped over your name. Did so, that mistake work to where you was performing in front of a bigger crowd? Nah, not at all. Oh, not really? All. Definitely lost some of the crowd, oh. you know. And it's like, uh, you know me, I'm not a person to really just sit there and I don't complain about that because I still rock with who stayed course, and who course, was there, you know. But I'm like, that's that's something that happens a little too often where it's like, cool, the bulk of the crowd is here, you know, and I drove all the way from San Francisco, Come two on, hours, man. whatever it was. Come on, man. You know, so where my slot was was supposed to be a legit, because when I was supposed to go on, it was thick, the crowd was still big, nice. Wow. It was cool. It was some other cats in there that, that brought a lot of that crowd, mm-hmm. you know, so shout out to them. And when they left, they got off stage and they left. And when they left, the crowd kind of left with them. All right, look, put a pin on that, because I'm about to address that. Yeah. I hate when niggas do that, bro. Yeah. Why do y'all go to shows, bring half the crowd, yeah. get the event popping, perform, peak the event, and then kill the event? Right. And then bounce. Like, where are you like, going? Where y'all go? Home? Yeah. Like, yeah. Stay, <laughs> y'all go home at midnight? Like, like hang out. That's some selfish network, shit, yeah, yo. That, y'all don't stay to network. Y'all don't stay to appreciate the other artists that stayed and watched your punk ass. Mm-hmm. Y'all not, you feel me? That's some stupid ass shit. That's hella. I hate that shit. Yeah, we never did that, bro. Like, yeah, and it's never like, did that. and it's, and I, I don't know, man. It's like I, I think it's an ego thing with people when they feel like, oh, well, all these people here with me anyway. So I think it's leave. part ego and part just ignorance. Like, oh, yeah. the show's over. I'm done. Right, right. The sh- you know what I'm saying? I can go. Nah. Yeah, it's only it's only focusing on like whatever perceived job that that act has instead of the actual whole show. Mm, right. The whole, the whole thing is a show. You're right. just part of it. And right. You're not. If in, you're only going for yourself, then the show ain't gonna win. And you're not exactly. the star. It's like a basketball player. <laughs> you might score thirty points, but you're gonna help your team win. And who cares? Exactly. Right. Who cares? But you're not the star, so you can't come in at the start of your show and leave. From the stage, nah, right. nah. You you stay there. You add energy to the to the fucking room. You stay. You chill. You network. You shake hands. You don't know who in that building, right? Even if you got to do it, like I mean, me personally, I look at it because I get off stage or something, and I sit there and at least watch the next person. Yeah, you feel me? If it's two part two people or somebody I might recognize, okay, I stay and watch them too. You know, and kind of check you, them out. If you in the bay, you probably chilling the whole night. Yeah, more than likely. More than likely. Sack, you thinking about that drive home. Uh, right, right. And that's what we did. Like, after I got off stage, like, even though I went on, like you I said, almost home. an hour late, you know, I still stayed. We stayed, watched the next two people. Right, You right, feel me? Right. And then we looked at the time, like, all right, bud, you ready to bust this move? Let's go. It's 1 o'clock. We got to drive two hours. You feel you me? You ain't walking through the door till 4. Yeah, yeah. So. And it's hella cold up there. Man. Yeah, yeah so. man. But that's, I, I hate when artists do that. So artists, y'all got to. Be a little bit more mindful and show some real independent artist etiquette. Mm-hmm. That's and what that is. It's it's also like I mean some of the shows like um, and this is just touching back like you saying people doing these fifty man rap shows and everything like uh, y'all know New Ricks mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah. them bro they still do that like bro y'all ask them with us to sell tickets and do this and that 
which I'm like, I'm I haven't all the way been against that, but I am kind of against it. But I hate to be the guy that's like on some. I'm not all the way against it either, but it just it it, it just depends on who it's for and what I'm doing it for though. Sometimes I mean, if if you yeah if if New Ricks has like a good a good headliner yeah. Then yeah, like I know I can sell these tickets to get people to drive to San Jose mm-hmm. <laughs> or wherever to to watch me open up for this person, but that can't be the core of their business model, and they need to stop that shit. Because yeah. I mean, I get it. You want to make your money back. You want to do this, but that's the point of being a promoter. If y'all don't know how to promote, you can't lean on the opening acts to pack your your venue. Right. Like, that's not fair to nobody. Yeah, and that's how I feel. I mean, and I, that's why I really we started doing our own shows more yeah, so. You know, yeah, like, I remember, like, sure. dealing with Dez and them, you know, with the Madhouse. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. They do all their shows and stuff like that, but he don't, he don't charge nobody to be on the shows. You yeah, feel me? Yeah. Which is like, that's cool. You know, not all the shows is super-duper popping, you know, but he always giving the artist a chance. Like, yeah. okay, cool, can you come? And like you say, he just acts the same etiquette. Like, cool, come watch the show, hang out, you know, don't. Come on, you know, you go early and then leave yeah. right after you perform and take all your people he with you. Been, he ain't been doing shit lately, huh? Nah, I think they've been doing tours, like putting together oh, tours yeah, and stuff, because yeah, yeah. he's still doing that. Yeah, man, I don't know. The It's a lot of things that kind of add to the reason why the Bay Area, more so San Francisco, is kind of like in a rut. It's just behavior like that with, right. with artists that think they're bigger than what they are. It ain't no star. It ain't no San Francisco stars. Bro. Nah. And we talk about that all the time. Nobody. About, None about, of you niggas is stars. Man. None of you niggas is major artists. You feel and, me? And these niggas' egos is too big. It's like, man, your, your, ego, your ego don't match your resume. Period. Like, niggas get a couple, you ain't know. None of y'all, can't none of y'all pack brick and mortar. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and that's, me? I mean, you know, even myself included, but I know with the right footwork, I'm willing to do the footwork. You feel me? To make it happen. But a the lot thing of these is, you've headlined brick and mortar and it worked. Right. You on know a, what I'm on saying? On a Monday. On a Monday. You feel me? Like we've we've packed brick and mortar. Right. You feel me? So I don't know. I can't just sit there and I can't just sit there and just just allow people to just continue to, this type of behavior, especially going into twenty nineteen, man. If we gon if we gonna call ourselves a quote unquote Bay Area movement, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the etiquette has to change, and then we we got to get a little bit more more strategic on how we moving for real, for real. You yeah, know what definitely. I'm but yeah, man, I want to shift though, because I want to talk about uh, um, something you've been involved with for the past few years, probably since its inception. Um, that we've we've spoken about it a little bit, but we don't know, you know, the ins and outs of it. Is Project Level, right? You know, you you've been in, you've been in, involved with them since the beginning, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, just in a way. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just you know, uh, uh, talk about your your involvement in in, in what capacity. Um, it, I think since since Rich kind of started Project Level, you know, I kind of just been whatever you feel me, whatever he need, whether it's helping with uh, you know, fundraising and stuff like that, supporting the fundraisers, right. um, you know, popping up at events and everything, helping mentor some of the kids and stuff. But then recently, like I think what it's been like two years now, I've probably been there. I've been there working with the music department. You mm-hmm. feel me? So I'm there as the music director, um, kind of slash like artist development and all of that stuff. So okay. all of the young artists and everything, I come in there and I'm kind of really just hands-on with helping create, helping with the music, helping write, right. and just helping kind of, you know, 
help them lead them in the right direction and what they what they need. And, you know, a little bit of I mean a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. over the years, I mean, we've been doing the the college tours, the uh, the food drives, the you know campaigning with the mayor, just everything, and just helping right, kind of right. be that that extra body that's you know that extra mentor in the house. You feel me? Exactly. That's tight. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, we got a lot of good stuff coming up, too, for 2019. So it's just like we just be everywhere, man, everywhere, helping all these kids getting involved in the school district a little more now coming up and just trying to, you know, do that and install more programs and stuff like ours in the school district and get everybody more involved. Is that Okay, so take the motto of Project Level. And, mm-hmm. and, okay. Because they got us doing, we're doing like a, um, like a curriculum and stuff now. So we up at uh, Sacred Heart working with, they BSU mm. and stuff, so we helped them kind of curate the whole uh, assembly coming up for Martin Luther King Day and stuff. So that's gonna be that. I don't know. I think it's maybe the Friday before. Martin so y'all King curating Day. a high school assembly? Yeah. For Black Student Union. Yeah, that's new age. Right like, there. Uh, <laughs> at a private school too. At a private school. Yeah, stay in the state first year. Um, at having you know, a mean, BSU. First year having a BSU. Yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Sacred Heart. Yeah, uh, what's the name? Is doing it, Lorian, Lorian Russell. I never knew but that. He was a teacher, so he runs the uh, the BSU and everything up there. So they mm. brought us in to do that. So we go up there, I think, twice a week and stuff, and we kind of just sit with the kids and we help plan it, put it together. A lot of the the girls, like Jazz and Chloe and all of them, Jazz put together like a dance step and everything for them to come out to. Okay. And uh, Mizo, all of them, kind of just helped them just illustrate the whole plan of what they're gonna do. Wow. So we there, and then we at like Civic Center High. Civic Center High, we kind of doing like the same thing. What but is it's Civic more, Center High? Uh, it's like a continuation school across the street from the district down at John Sweat. Oh, that's what that's called? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we down there now. We doing um, like, I guess they're going to give us the curriculum that they have, and we just going to help uh, alter it and kind of make it more, just jazz it up a little bit. You know, they want us to be involved and come help the kids and stuff. So we just going to kind of like alter whatever the curriculum is and make it a little more just broad and everything and more focused on what we do at project level from the music to the entertainment mm. to just the culture wise and stuff at the school. So, you know, we got a couple of them that we trying to do, but right now those are the first two on the list that we doing weekly. Wow. All right. So what does 2019 look like for Troy? Um, <clears throat> 2019, man, for me, it's just, it's uh, being more consistent musically, you know, with my visuals and stuff. Uh, just you know, getting myself more out there, doing more shows, and just getting myself to a point where, to a point to where I can actually be somebody out here, be a staple in the city. You feel exactly. me? Because we gotta, like you said, we don't have no real, no real representation. Like we got a lot of artists, we got a lot of people that do stuff, but ain't nobody really wearing that coat of, you know, I'm in entertainment. You know, I'm speaking to the people. You know, and I'm making a difference. A lot of people making a difference. So don't get me wrong. You know, when I say that, but I want to at least I want to be that. You feel yeah. me? That that people look at it like okay he got got his hands on a little bit of everything and the I mean, music honestly, is good. I mean honestly, I don't. It, it's not too many people that's making a difference. Right. Everybody is trying to be the artist. So you yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can you can honestly say that and it could be true. So yeah, and that's what I mean. You know, I'm not trying to uh, trying to put myself in a position where it's like okay, well I, I can't do the music, I can't do this because I'm be, I've been doing it. So I'm trying to right. just you know do it all honestly. You know, musically take myself to another level. Uh, I got a full length project and everything I'm working on. You know, I had that forever in a day. I was working on. I kind of put on the back burner and worked oh, yeah, on the smaller yeah, projects yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you feel I'm, me? Okay. So I got that um, in the chamber, and I'm probably looking at trying to put that out like summer, maybe fall. And it's in between that. I got visuals lined up. We putting our events and everything, trying to get the brand to grow a little more and get back where it was. There you go. 
Hell yeah, man. Well, that's what's up, And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to raise my credit. <laughs> you feel me? Let's talk about some real life shit real quick. Raise my... Hey, man, my credit just dropped, man. Hey, man, see? I ain't even gonna lie. I don't know why either. Me and DB talk about credit all the time because that's what he been working on, getting <laughs> this shit together. So I've been like, bro, I need help. Bro. I got I the some, little credit karma app. guidance. And they just email me like, your credit score has dropped. I'm yeah. Like, Fucking holiday, Any, Anytime man. I see that, bro, I just shake my head and delete the email. <laughs> like... I don't even look. I look at that shit like once a year. That yeah, fucking but... Target card I got, man. <laughs> <laughs> Target keep raising my uh my yeah, limit, bro. Man, see, and it's like we just gonna get everything from Target. Yeah, nah, it's, it's, a, it's a game, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Man, I got some shady ass shit. I was like, I was on. I had a Virgin America card for a hell of long, and that's what <laughs> oh, I used for like uh-huh. my my primary expenses. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Virgin turned into Alaska Airlines. Yeah. So I just signed up for like whatever, but I didn't realize the bank behind it was Bank of America. And oh. They're shady as fuck. So I was like, fuck. And now it's like, I'm about to just get rid of it and pay it off. And I don't really have that much money on. I have a couple racks, but it's like, I just have enough, just enough money not to pay it off. Right, right. So I'm kind of trapped in their system. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then these motherfuckers are shady as fuck. You know how like it'll tell you like you have alerts on that'll tell you like, oh, you're your bill is doing like however many times, uh-huh. however many weeks. Why is it there's not? I don't get any alerts now, bro. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I uh, like, that. but I'm still signed. Like, went online and I'm still signed up for alerts. So, like, why am I not getting email why alerts now? Yeah, they did me like that with my first credit card, man, and they beat me over the head for a whole bunch of money. And I was like, damn. And that's why my credit is. Man, they don't trying teach to get you back. about credit, man. In yeah. school, credit will take you far. You man. learn the fucking hard way, man. Yeah. I have I've like decent credit and I worked at it the past five years before I had zero credit like I didn't have any credit cards I mm-hmm. never had debt and I realized that you had to use it to like my advantage and it's, hel- it's definitely helped me um, in certain situations so did somebody teach you what to do I have or you two have good to- friends because I didn't want to talk to my dad about it because I just didn't want to talk to him <laughs> you know he would totally help me but uh, I have like two really good friends who like really helped me and gave me pointers. Now I know enough where I can give other people right, pointers. Right, right, right. Try to help them. So we all got to kind of, it's a game, but we got to play it. You know what I mean? And we all got to share little tips on, you know, how to get over it. Hey, man, I they're need trying to get tips. over on us. I yeah. need all tips. Yeah, man. And that's all I'm saying. All <laughs> I the definitely calls. would love to talk about it anytime. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Maybe we should have a credit episode one time. For real. Hey, for I was about real. to say, man. We I got to... some accounting homies who could have I think Deshaun needs to be on that one. He just showed me his credit score, man. He, yeah. he, he, he could buy a fucking Lamborghini right now. Is he? <laughs> Dude got a black card. Right. Yeah, he got a black card on the loan. <laughs> he got that honor roll credit, huh? <laughs> for real, man. How was people's holiday spending? Did everybody, huh? Holiday spending. Ah, uh, yeah, man. You know, I came back to the rent being due. I'm finna stay in the house Look, this man, weekend. Check this out. I'm it's been dry this week. <laughs> the last, <laughs> it's dry. The, the last day my rent is due is tomorrow. Yeah, and we gotta figure too. it out, man. It still ain't paid. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, sent my check last night. I paid man. mine before I came here. Man. No, it's funny. Like why last night I was like, man, I'm not even gonna go out, but. I gotta go rent, mail my rent, so like it was the excuse to get out, and and I went and drove like downtown Oakland just to see what was going on. Dude, yeah. this shit was dry as fuck. Dry. I just came right back. Like, I went to the barbershop today, and then the league, he was like, "Yeah, but it's gotta dry in here since we came in the holiday." For real, damn, I should. That's the perfect time right. to go see him. I walked man. in like, "What's up, bitch? You good? You got how many heads you got? You can get me." He's like, "Come on." Our barber, right our barber, stay busy, bro. Yeah, hey, man. My barber, I saw him yesterday, and then he was like, I'm going snowboarding next two days. <laughs> Usually <laughs> <laughs> Usually I see him on a Friday. Yeah. Like, Hurry up. Yeah, I kind of I kind of did some damage for um, this holidays, man. Man. Me too. For man. one, 
my youngest daughter, she two and a half. So this is a Christmas she understands. Last right. year she didn't know. This year she sees presents, and so we had to make sure that was up under there for her. Then the weekend before Christmas, we took all three of the girls to Universal Studios. So that was kind of like my oldest daughter's kind of like trip for her birthday because her birthday is three days after Christmas. Right. So that's a whole tragic scene in its own, you know yeah. what I'm saying, for nigga pockets. So they but, gotta have a present for both. So we did that exactly. You can't Man. you can't buy Christmas gifts and say, hey, this is Christmas and birthday. No, you gotta <laughs> it gotta be separate. So we did that trip, came back, had to do all the last minute gift wrapping and purchasing and all that shit. So we did that and then I had to do all the birthday shit three days later, man. And it just was like then you like that we after that weekend of, of her birthday, it was you looking at it right before New Year's like, I'm really broke right now. Man. Like I'm really like OG broke at the top of the year. <laughs> at the top of the year, bro. I came in, I looked at my bank account, I said, This how we starting the year. Okay, that's the motivation. Let's <laughs> let's get to it. Nah, nah, me, man. It's it's like, okay, this is how we starting the year. All right, let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I had to think, I had to, you know, I had to suck it up, man. Think about it. Like, either we're going to go in or we're going to, you know, either I'm going to cry in this Honda or I'm going to cry in this Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> For like, real, man. We out here. Yeah, this, this holidays, I was just like, man, I'm just going to get people what I want to get, like my family and whatever. I'm just going to get them what I want. Usually I, I set a budget. I mean, still kind of had a budget, but I definitely went over a little bit. And, but yeah, that's what bank, I don't bank do. account after this check clears for the rent and credit card payments. Yeah, clears <laughs> bank account gonna be looking too good, man. man. But that's at least I can I pay my bills. Like, I was at my able to pay my bills. I was gonna say that. Yeah, as long but that's as what I don't paid. do though. I don't set a budget, and it sounds stupid, but even saying it, I don't set a budget for the holidays, and I should. Like, it's good to budget for some things, but sometimes it's just like. And that's kind of where I was. Usually I kind of budget, but sometimes it's just like, man, fuck it. Life's too I, short. Let me get people what I think they're going to like. Even if it's a little bit more, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. figure out a way to pay for it. You know but you mean? know what's crazy? Like for like a month and a half, maybe two months, we was asking our kids like, what do y'all want for the holidays? What do y'all want for Christmas? They couldn't tell us. No one. A nine, a, <laughs> no a one. ten-year-old and a, a thirteen-year-old can't tell you what they want. That's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. Bad. The I've, thing I you know I've never I think, got that question. But you know before. what I think it is though too. Also, was they different. fucking spoiled. No, oh, that could be it. <laughs> I don't know what's going on at your house, but <laughs> I don't know. But you know, one thing that I've noticed, like compared to like when we were young to now, is there's just so much shit now. Yeah. Like when we were young, there was like three things you wanted. Now there's right. like thirty things you might want. Yeah. So you probably can't even decide or what you need. Right. There's so many different things. So it's, yeah. there's so much more to spend. I think that I'd be thinking about that in general, like even before the holiday. I'd just be thinking about that. Like there's so many different ways to spend your money. So your yeah. money really doesn't go that far right. anymore. Uh, you know what I mean? Sad thing about that shit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I just spend time with people you love, man, and just have a good time. For <laughs> real. All right. That's, that's, why that's, that's all really Come matters. through, come eat. Come eat some good food. Yeah, make some yeah. food. But that's why I was thinking that the trip was going to be enough. Right, but my girl was mm. like, "No, nah, we we can't. We have to have presents under the tree. Like, we don't have to we have don't. presents." Yeah. No, nah, you, you, know you know what? You know what? You know what I do? I've been doing it for like five, six years now, and there's no, there's no minors, young people in our family, so it's probably easier. But I get everyone like a present I think they need. Usually, I get them like a coat or something, mm-hmm. just something they'll wear, and then it's warm, and then they'll like think of me. Like yeah. my grandma, <laughs> my grandma, 
you know, I don't get to see her too much. She's on the East Coast. She's in a home. You know what I mean? I love you, Grandma. But she gave me, like, this scarf I've been wearing for all years. Okay. And it's, like, it's just this scarf. Like, she don't got a hell of money, but it's, like, I always think about and that. So that inspired me to get other people present. So I do try to do that, but then also I just buy everyone a plant. Mm. And a plant, you can get, like, a little plant at, like, some nursery for, like, 10 bucks. I feel like like a little cactus or whatever it is, and it's just hey, like man. that thing is cool, man. It's like you don't have to spend that much money, and that person, as long as they take care of it, they'll have it forever. I was gonna yeah. say, I bought myself a plant for the studio, and that motherfucker died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what happened? <laughs> and it was an indoor plant too, what and all I had do? to do was water it. I I just you, you I stopped water? watering after a while, uh, and, I, and I looked up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <I get> upset. <laughs> you Fuck. know what's worse? I lived in an apartment. I've lived by myself for a while, but. Other than a shared living situation about 10 years ago, probably. I can't remember where it was, but we had a house plant, and all of a sudden that thing just had hella gnats. Oh, and it looked like plant. flies. And I don't know what oh, happened. I was God. like, we gotta get rid of this thing. He was spraying <laughs> soda on it. Yeah, I don't know what Somebody was going was on. Soda. <laughs> yeah, something was happening. There was hella insects. I'm like, this oh, is not shit. cool, bro. It's gotta go. Soda in a squirt bottle. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Put that thing outside. Damn, yeah, man. So I. But y'all, listen, I'm still uh, recovering from the holidays, man. Pray for you. Yeah, what is it? Yeah, January, what is it? January 3rd? January, it's, it's the 4th. January 4th. It's the 4th. So, yeah, this is Fri- it's Friday, January 4th. We're uh, recording about <laughs> 7 p.m. in Frisco. and But the, but this episode will, will uh, air, what, Monday, January 7th? 7th. 7th. Yeah, so that just to give you a kind of a setting of where we're at. And the right. 7th, I'm going to still be broke. So. Well, yeah, we're still, li- <laughs> we're still licking our wounds, yeah. you know what I mean, from... Getting broke from this holiday season, holiday. but we had, I had a great time. You had a great time. I definitely had a good time. I, 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 had, a good I time. had a good holiday. Yeah, you guys yeah. didn't say great though. It was better yeah, than um, it was better than Thanksgiving. It, it was good. It was good. That's good so, though. That's yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really hella festive or nothing like that. You know, it's cool. We do what we do now for these holidays. Yeah, and I, stuff. I, I took, we, as long as we get together and can have a good time and enjoy each other's that's company, it, and stuff, man. that's it. That's that's why that's always my my favorite part of the year is just the holiday. Yeah, because friends come from out of town, family. Eating food, it's really watching about the kids. basketball, like the or whatever. And stuff is about the kids nowadays. To me, like as long as we get the kids, some everybody got yeah, kids. I told them I was like, man, as soon as I had some kids, just understand I'm cutting all y'all kids off. Hey, for real. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it is all about the kids. Man. I'm yeah. hard at thinking about. Other, I'm bad at thinking about other people's kids. I got a godson, bro, see? and I feel so bad. I'm like the worst guy. For I, I can see. I got two of them. I got two guy kids, and then. <laughs> All my partners got kids, so them is like hey. my you know nieces and nephews. So I got to make sure I get them. God, I'm the worst godfather, bro. <laughs> I was thinking about because his birthday, my godson's birthday, just passed. I think yesterday or the day before yesterday. And I was like, damn, I didn't even get him nothing. And then this is this is how bad I am. Last year I bought him a late gift. This is January 2018, right, bro? I kid you not. I just seen my bro, maybe. A month ago, I just gave him that gift. Damn. It was in my trunk the whole time. Because he just randomly popped up at the studio. I'm like, oh, shit, I got your son's birthday. <laughs> you should have held on to it for the I birthday. I should have held on to it, but I just, I needed to get it out of my trunk. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real. I'll be doing that all the I mean, I've I'm done horrible, that. blood. I'm, I'm, I'm horrible. Kids. If I miss Christmas, their birthdays is in like March and May. So I had them. I just held on to them last time. Like, shit, his birthday coming up. <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> I changed the wrapping paper. <laughs> Why hey, is this wrapping paper of candy canes? Right, right. <laughs> like, that's, that's all I had. I flip it inside out or something like. Yeah, man. But anyway, man. So 2019, 
something tragic just happened. Toe went up Man. to $7. Oh, <laughs> I came to the city like four times, like right after New Year too. Like, man, man. I, I I came for the first time yesterday, and I seen seven. I'm like, oh. I looked at, the, I'm like seven. Like, come on! I ain't even been man. across the bridge yet since the uh, since the New Year, so I ain't even seen it. I mean, I got fast track anyways, but coming through and just looking at that. Uh, you think it's gonna clear the roads more or what? No, like, no. Me and see, Sean were just talking about this. Uh, see, some people try to say it, but it's really it was an initiative passed by voters, and it was to create hella tax up more money for for road for infrastructure repairs. Right. So if it does that, which I'm hella super skeptical that right, it will, right. it won't, or not you know do it enough. But if it does actually do that, I don't mind. Like I've always been someone that I don't mind paying more taxes if. If healthcare is good, schools are good, roads are good. Right, right. But a lot of times that's not what happens. So hopefully it'll happen, you know. But I mean, it's, I think the tolls were kind of low in the Bay for like a long time. I'm not saying I like these increases, but I, I know like I think the Verrazano Bridge going from Jersey to Staten Island is like 10 years ago, it was like 12 or $13. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now that is going from one state to another. Yeah. But still. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of places. I think the Golden Gate Bridge is like nine dollars. They went up nah. too. I think it is was it because it, it was like seven already. It was like six or seven. It, it was, was higher seven, than the Bay Bridge. But did it, it, Everything raised a dollar. Oh my god! That's what I'm saying. Damn yeah, it might be like eight then. So it's just the way it is, man. It's that's ridiculous. I won't I be like going it. to Petaluma. Hello. <laughs> that's that's crazy shit. When we was on um, we was on tour and stuff, and we was going to uh, where was we going? I was up north. Definitely. I don't know if we was going through like Montana. Oh, you know, that's or the Midwest. Somewhere over there, over in them areas and everything. And they had hella. Uh, Idaho. Um, Might have been Idaho. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was one of those Midwest ones. KC. No, 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 no. You know what? It was um, OKC. Mm. Oklahoma? Coming, yeah, it was coming through Oklahoma. Wow. And we was going through, um, what's the other one down there? Tulsa. Yeah, and Tulsa, stuff. So yeah. it was like they had. Uh, Toll they roads. had toll everywhere over there, like, like turnpikes, turnpikes. Sure. Yeah, with toll, and I'm like, what? What? Like two fifty, and they it had to be exact change. Yeah, that's like, what we I had was... to go the opposite way and go to the gas station a couple times to get change. No, just way. for the toll. Like, yeah, it was trash. You just dropping the little bucket thing. Yeah, right? but we had to like go oh. around, and then we had to get off. We went the wrong way, so we had to come back and we had to pay another toll right back. It was like, bro, we just paid to come this way. And I think that's what I was kind of getting at was like the East Coast and like other places that have hella toll roads. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I got hella family in New Jersey. You got a turnpike. You know what I mean? And you have to pay. That's why out here we have the freeway. Because mm. it's free. Right. You know what I mean? But then you have to pay for all these bridges. So I guess that's why in a way I'm I'm an opponent of it, of, you know, the toll increase. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, it's just the way it's going to be. You feel me? I live right by BART, man. And I, I want to start catching BART. But BART ain't cheap. It's right. not cheap for one, but driving your car is just way, way more, more convenient. Fulfilling. Right? It's fulfilling and convenient. And plus, you get out of some shit and you're just like, fuck, I just want to be in my car and not deal with any yeah, dirty ass yeah, shit and listen yeah. to my music and be cozy. Dude, I love driving. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. I got I to gotta, I gotta all day. I got to do something this Thursday in the city and it's like all day long, like. This thing I'm getting paid for. It's like a market research group. I'm getting paid like $400 for a whole day. For real? But, and they validate parking. It's right by Moscone. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, man, it's also right by Bart. 
Like I want, oh, I just yeah. don't want to deal with the traffic hella early in the morning. I bought like, it. I bought it in, bro. That's yeah. what I'm saying. The, if, but if they all, validate parking though. If that's all you have to do though, is go do that and then you going back, right back home. Yeah. I'm no, no, I think I am gonna buy it. I'm just For saying sure. it's tempting to like want to drive though. Right, yeah. just because they validate the parking. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I drive. Nah, but you sitting in traffic though. But I just don't want to deal with that bridge. That's yeah, the true. that's the the good thing about Bart. Is not dealing with the bridge and just getting places hella quick. Because coming in in the morning, it's, it's, terrible. Be, it's terrible like that. Yeah, see, I don't know what I mean. It's terrible in the Bruh. morning. What, uh, what's in the morning? Like Bruh. seven? Nah, look. Okay. We're talking about the bridge or bar is terrible. They're bridge. both terrible in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. The bridge, dude, the you bridge could, is you could, horrible. It's horrible. Dude, you could take the bridge at like, it used to not be like this like four or five years ago. It wasn't quite as bad. But now you could take the bridge at like literally 6 a.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like an hour and a half. I was just getting ready. I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> literally, like, um, I, I've come home like super late from from the city. I live in Berkeley, and it's like I'll come home going the other way, right? At like five in the morning, five thirty, and you would see there's like already traffic. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Or that's it's kind. like not stop and go, but it's already just hella cars. Yeah, hella hella car. huh? God Brad. damn. So twice a week, I I gotta commute into the city early as fuck, and I gotta be in the city by seven thirty. Oh man, I'm leaving my house like like six fifteen. Damn. Just to get there, just to get, but on a regular day when I'm just going to the studio by noon, I'm yeah. leaving at like 11 20, 11 yeah, 25. Right, right, right. I'm there in like 35 minutes, bro. Between 11 and 2 o'clock, you can Best get there hell decent. Yeah, because I used to bro. work, when I worked in Oakland, I used to leave, um, I used to be there at 9, but I used to leave at like 8 30, and I used to fly, but I used to miss all of that. Like I was bypassing, so all the stuff coming into in the, the city, yeah. All the stuff coming yeah. to the city was like, okay, it looked like it's kind of congested, especially once you come across the bridge. But I was just floating across. And then when I was getting off, I was getting off at 3, 3.30 mm. and coming right back. So when all the traffic was going across the bridge to Oakland, it was open. I ain't going to lie. I, today, and it's, it's obviously because of the holidays, but um, I had to be at the studio at 9 a.m. and shit. I, um, I was there in like... 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been chilly. Like 30 minutes. It's definitely... A definitely lot of people, didn't. they still took this week off. We'll see what next week looks like. Oh, no. It's, it's going to be it's, terrible. It's for sure going back to the fuck shit, bro. Yeah. For sure. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, man. Toe going to $7. Is, I want... Like, I, I just hope that... I don't know. I hope that it does generate funds to do whatever the fuck it needs to do for the roads. But I ain't hit a pothole in a while, so... Man. Where's that money going to? Right. Exactly. And the, the bridge is built, so exactly where is that money going to? Reinforcing it? I don't know, man. But we expecting an earthquake, man, they said. We've it's been expecting er- earthquakes since 90. Hey, man, what, <laughs> they know better than we do. That means the probability is going up. Yeah, right. They the, like, the longer it wait, it means it's going to be bigger. And they like, nah, man, we got to do it. It was the right time like when everybody broke. Bomb. They wait for everybody to get broke, and they're going to hit us with an earthquake. I'm going to tell you, man, the earthquake, one of my biggest, like, I'm not gonna say fear is just something I think about. Is my parents live in the city still? Mm. I live in Berkeley. Is like the earthquake and the whole bridge comes down. I can't get to them easily. Damn. My parents are trying to get older, so I'm kind of worried about that. But that's the thing is that they could build whatever they want and have it be, you know, seismically up to code or you know exceed codes. And if the earthquake's strong enough, the shit's coming down. Right. Japan has the best. Fucking, oh, yeah, they're the best architecture for earthquake, and then look what happened with Fukushima and all that shit. Yeah, like 10,000 people died, like shit just came down on the bridge. 
No, I'm just saying it's like all kinds of shit just oh, fell down. Okay, like they okay. showed this whole freeway was like this was just built. It was built like better than anything ever, and that shit was laying on its side. Yeah, yeah. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we live in earthquake country, man. Yeah, man. Our this shit, just the section we live in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know parts of that. Let's not think about that. Live our lives, be happy. Hey, for real, for real. Cause starting the year off, what do we say? It's the fourth. Can't think. You know, about I'm it. definitely not thinking a word about that right now. But yeah, I mean, told being seven dollars is just like, I feel it. Like you say, I mean, you know, if it's gonna help make some stuff, you know, better than what it is, because you know, obviously, San Francisco is the big, you know, the touristy spot. So everybody can, everybody comes to San Francisco to come hang out, spend money, and they like this. Cool. Let's just keep taxing them. Pretty much. Yeah. So I don't know. Pretty much, but moving along. Oh man, we gotta talk about some serious shit. Yeah, I'm, I don't even know how to, to segue into it. It's kind of been, it's been. Uh, My mind's telling me no. <laughs> I don't even think that dude's mind was telling me no, but <laughs> but talk about R. Kelly, man. Yeah, yeah. Terrible person, and uh, all right. Tonight is is episode two, I think. Six of, part uh, episode of the yeah. docu series. I'm not it's even gonna six? watch it. Yeah, six. It's, it's six. six. This is just the first. Shit. Yeah. I didn't watch it all, and I don't even like to watch. I'll read about it. I seen some of it. I mean, I, watched, I don't like to watch upsetting shit. It activates yeah. me. And it gets me hella angry. But I'll read about it. I'll stay informed. Right, right. Nah, I but I don't necessarily need to read it. I mean, yeah. watch it. So, so this, we're talking about R. Kelly. Yeah, R. Kelly. So. It's you know sex crimes or whatever against minors and right pedophilia. surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, the the the, uh, the docu series is called Surviving R. Kelly. I think it's directed by Dream Hampton. Yeah, who's fucking an amazing person. It's on Lifetime. Yeah, I don't know if that was like. Never mind. Yeah, it was on <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> yeah, it was on Lifetime. So I mean, what? I feel like. It's kind of like of a, um, it's like a obvious thing. Everybody knows R. Kelly's shit, right? right? Um, and parents have came out, ex girlfriends have came out, ex wife, ex wives, his ex wife came out. Why aren't there any charges? Right. That's a good ass question. Um, I'm not completely sure about. Supposedly, he did, would have like a lot of the. The victims like sign waivers. He would tell them it's one thing to really be like, "Oh, you could never press charges against me," or mm-hmm. "I'm not liable for anything." I'm not. To be honest, I'm not super up to date with with the um, with you know. I obviously haven't watched it, and I'm not super up to date with with all cases. But the things I was reading today, uh, Dream Hampton was talking about. She was interviewed, and she was just saying, you know, basically trying to just document what happened and, and bring him down. Right, and it should have been dealt a long time ago in my generation, which he meant like in the '90s and early 2000s. But a lot of people put a blind eye to it, and so it just needs this. You know, when people have have read stuff, they've heard stuff. Is one thing, but when they actually see the the testimony, basically from right. the victims, it's really gonna hit home. And and she's trying to you know hurt, um, like any ways that he makes money. Right. You know, whether it's like streaming or any kind of endorsements or pe- prevent people from booking him. She's trying to document all the, all these abuses. And I'm sure it's going to get crazier and crazier as the six parts go on. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there's some bombs in there that, that they're not really talking about yet. And uh, and that's where I'm kind of like, I'm waiting to see. You feel me? What else they're going to tell us? Because all the stuff that they was telling us, you know, from what I've, I've seen last night is all stuff that 
we've known already. We knew, mm-hmm. you know, about him and Aaliyah situation, whatever, you know, I, I heard, I guess her parents or somebody came out and was like that that stuff was false and, you know, that what they were saying on the film was was wrong or a lie. So I'm really? like, I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I seen it on, I mean, you know, I'm going to say I seen it online, so I'm not going to, I got to check the source and everything to be like, okay, this is what she really said. You know, but basically saying that, you know, the stuff that w- was said about Aaliyah, especially with her not being there, like, you know, it's not, that wasn't what it was. Uh, they were on tour or they were a lot of places that she was as parents, you feel me? So I guess but they, they were saying, married, though. Yeah. That's the thing is that he legally so somehow married her. married her when she was 15. He was like 25. But then I don't know. I think they had somebody forge a, a birth certificate, they said, and said that she was 18. Cause no, no, I know that. But I'm saying she was 15, though. Right, right, right. So and, that's and he's where a I'm fucking like, creep. Because they said he was, what, 27? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I don't even know. That was like someone posted some shit today. It was just like, you know, you're a fucking weirdo when you're wearing a matching fit of the teenager. Like, he was oh, getting right, everyone right, wearing right, the matching right. fit. They were both wearing matching fits. Yeah, yeah, I seen that. And he was like, you know, 27 or whatever age, and she was like 15. 15, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, that's fucking weird. It's, yeah, it's weird. And I, I don't know, I mean... In the music industry, it's different because I mean, I was real young back then, so a lot of the stuff that we was real young, right? But a lot of the stuff that they was doing back then was different. Like Jermaine Dupri and Bow Wow used to dress alike. You feel me? Jermaine yeah, Dupri yeah. and Criss Cross used to dress alike. Yeah, you feel me? But Obviously, but they wasn't fucking though. <laughs> right? I mean, Jermaine Dupri and Debrat, you know, and Debrat was younger, you know, at that. Not like that. I mean, either way, but they you. said they wasn't. I feel you. You know, but I'm like, it's people around, like from watching the film, that says, Nah, I seen it happen. Or, nah, I knew something was wrong. Like, I knew they was, but he said they wasn't. But I don't know why I believed him. So it was like, man, y'all knew all of that. Why you didn't say something? You feel me? Y'all sat there yeah, and went out I... to go get girls and bring girls back to them and stuff like that. But then 25 years later, y'all on a documentary, like, oh, yeah, I was there. Like, No, what? there's a lot of people that, that are accessories yeah. to these crimes, man. And it was stuff that we heard about back then, too. You know, so it's like, y'all really not saying nothing different. Y'all just reiterating, like... Oh yeah, I, I was there. Y'all just now just showing your hand instead of the people saying, "Oh, people were there." They're like, "Oh, I was one of them." You nah, know what I mean? when we were talking earlier, uh, me and Dr. Off, off the air, we were talking about uh, just how like we knew about like the piss tape and like certain things. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, you know, we're younger and and whatever. It's before the internet was really big, and I guess we just thought it was kind of like isolated. But I think what you know was coming out more and more and we kind of knew this you know as there was different survivors that come out in the past couple of years but now right. I think this is piecing everything together Reoccurring and, like and, and I think what, what we're seeing now is like there's been a whole this dude has implemented a whole system of just basically keeping women captive so, mm-hmm. so to speak you know what and I mean it, and a lot of it is and he was very mental sy- he's very too. systematic a predator Right, right. You know what I mean? We thought like, oh, this dude's a fucking creep, but he, just, I guess it was just like, maybe he just did this one time. Now we're nah, seeing like, nah, this dude yeah. is really fucking nuts. Really, yeah, really sick in the head. Because they yeah, say, I mean, from Aaliyah to, dude. you know, the girl that I was supposedly, I guess that was Sparkle's uh Okay, so let niece. me go there. Let me go there. Yeah. So I was seeing online, because I didn't watch it, but I was seeing people's commentary about that Sparkle situ- situation saying mm-hmm. that Sparkle was abused by R. Kelly. Right. Right. And she had traumatic encounters with him during her career or whatever. But she turns around and gets her niece involved. Her 13-year-old her niece. Her 13-year-old niece involved. And then, then she gets abused. Right. Wow, I didn't even know that. So what's happening? Like, why are you... You just got abused, however... And then you brought your niece. And then you about bring your 13-year-old niece to get involved with R. Kelly. Like, right. 
I think R. Kelly really is like, I mean, it's the impression I get from everything and, and from what I've read and, and gathered is like, he really on some like cult leader shit. Yeah. He's really on some like, re- he's a sociopath. He really on some like, yeah, really like mind control. He has, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's probably studied how to like control people and, mm-hmm. and he's done it for like, what now? Damn near like over it, bro, 20 years, been, damn near 20 years. Yeah, so 25 years, I mean. Since and he has hella money, so he's able to insulate himself and mm-hmm. and he's able to, you know, and he's a predator, so he's he's getting better at what he does. Just like a serial killer or anything. Yeah. They get better. But then, but at the saying, same like, time, they always say like a serial killer, they start to make mistakes over time. Right, right. So, you know and, I mean? and that's where it was kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me. With the, the Leah thing, you know, that was 94, you feel me? Then the other girl that was Sparkle's niece that was 13, that was, what, 2001, like 2002 or something? Somewhere around there. But it was just like he did all of that in between that time. And he went to, uh, remember, he went to jail. Or did he go to jail? No. During the, uh, but he was on trial. Was he not he was trial, on trial, but he was on yeah. trial for yeah, it. he was stuff, on trial. And got acquitted for that? Yep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then they said they brought it up again in 2008. So it's like y'all keep on hitting him over the head and he keep on slithering and getting out of there. I'm trying to figure out like how. Yeah. I think that's a if that's all a big y'all question. if all y'all have statements and all y'all was there, how does he keep getting off? I mean, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, when you have a lot of money, you 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 know, you can hire really good counsel. But right. I think I would be really surprised if he's not indicted, you know, sooner or later on yeah. something. Especially if this this is gonna bring up a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I also think once there's such a spotlight on him, it's gonna be kind of a, a relentless spotlight at this point. Where I think, I think some kind of law enforcement will probably really start investigating him currently, see what's currently going on. Right, right. right. Because I doubt he. I, I would be surprised if he didn't. Have any young women or young girls uh, living with him now? Because didn't they say they did? Because he like said, I don't think he, he, I don't think he got them. Them, so. They said they had no. them girls or he whatever. He had the code, but they were all of age. Of they, age, But yeah. they were like barely like 18, like 18 19, and 19. Yeah. 19, 18, 19. I think the oldest one there was like 24, I think. 20. And that's what they say. Some of the girls were saying on the, the film and everything, and they were like, uh, they but were he there. he grooms them. Yeah, and yeah. He, he like and grooms catching them. Catching them at like 17, so he right. catching them right before. Right. The whole thing, grown. too, is how many of them those those girls were they're there now, and they're like 18, 19, but been there since they're like 16 right, or 15. Right, right. Like, and, and that's the big question mark. So I'm like, he's a piece of shit. Like, and we know that, you know, and I think everybody has known that because everybody's been saying that to like about him over the years. And stuff. The only thing people just keep talking about is the music. Everybody loved the music. You know, R. Kelly's a great musician. I'm gonna keep it real though. Like, but I, I said this on Twitter. When you go, when you look at video of his sold out shows, Mm -hmm. you see women, bro. So what the fuck is going on? Like, you can't. Not any of you guys, but society or the the pitchfork mob of R. Kelly can't accuse men. Of keeping R. Kelly afloat because we're not playing that shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? We we we're not fans of this dude. He his fan base was majority women, and it's been it's been like that. Right. Now, regardless of of what age demographic it is, you know that's one argument. But nice. if his if his age demographic of fans are forty and up or whatever, but that's not the the women that he's able to pull. <laughs> right, right. He's pulling eighteen, 18. nineteen. So. It, 
they at his shows. How are you? How is he getting these girls? Right. And then that's what I'm saying. Like, even they showed on the documentary, they was like, I mean, the thing that I know a lot of people were saying was real disturbing. They said this nigga was hanging out at, like, high schools and shit. Or, like, Jesus. coming, hanging out. They go to the mall and everything, and they kind of just pulling chicks at the mall. You know how niggas used hey, to do he, back in the day. He's dude on Family Guy, bro. Who? Oh, Quagmire? No, the old dude. The old dude? <laughs> What's his name? I forget his name. Hubert or something like that. Is it? Maybe. The old dude. I mean, I got, hey, I got what? some popsicles. Yes, bro. Oh, man, He's Jesus. that dude, bro. He creep. I mean, okay, so just to play devil's advocate, I just want to throw this question out there. I don't, I don't, I think I have a, an opinion on it now, but R. Kelly was abused at seven years old for like, in, until I forget. No, from five to like, I think like 12. Does that matter? Definitely. I think it matters, but up until when though? What's what you do mean? you mean? Okay, so he was on trial. What, fifteen, fifteen, fourteen years ago, sixteen years ago? Yeah, something uh-huh. like that. That should have been like the wake up call. Like, oh shit, I'm I'm tripping, mm-hmm. right? And he should have yeah been like, he should have been rectifying his behavior, right? And getting help. I don't think he ever got help. Right, and I still he's think that's a, yeah. I think right. I still think that's a, a disorder or something that he's suffering from. No, he, I mean, it's not gonna. I'm not gonna say it ignores any <clears> of the things that he did, but I'm definitely. No, I'm like, just trying to understand. I'm just trying to. I'm like just throwing why? these questions. Yeah, like, like why? why and and he's, how should how should he be treated in in the eyes of the law? Like, I mean, he, I think he needs to be taken away. You know, what I mean? yeah, and, and I don't believe in the U.S. Just, you know justice system and, to to but, get it right now. I, I feel like you know when it comes to crimes against women and children and that kind of thing like you need to be put away for a long right. time and, right. and, and, right. <clears throat> and so in theory like he should be put away but <clears throat> he's also crazy you know what I mean um, I saw an interview I think the other day where he was talking about how he, he wanted to marry his mom and asked his mom to marry him yeah, I've seen yeah. that that was an and, old uh, interview but see, and I'm just I'm like, like well, I, I, this dude I is really it. crazy that was an old interview I remember like, that he's really crazy like when you see the way he talks and yeah. things he talks about like and that's the thing is like a lot of people, and it can happen. But he like, said he was like nine when he said <clears throat> that though. I'm like, nah, that's still some Freudian. Nah, but he but he know, still man. was romanticizing it as an adult. Yeah. Like he was yeah. like, this. yeah, that's different. That's and different. he was like, you could tell he like he liked it. But but the thing is, I I, I <laughs> you could tell, tell. He liked it. <laughs> he was like hella like proud to be telling this story. Like he wasn't tripping. That could have been that Toure interview too, where he was like, uh, when Toure asked him, oh yeah, do you like underage girls? He's like, what do you what mean age, by yeah, no, what, what age? Mean, like teenage. What girls? age is teenage? <laughs> yeah, he was like, like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like what? Anything in their teens? Like, like 19? I, That's what he's saying. He's like, I didn't think this had to be divine. That question. Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, Meritori like, said that. I got but, some ninety. I got some nineteen-year-old friends. But that Jeez, dude. But the crazy, crazy thing is, um, I think with like a lot of rich people and, and artists and stuff is like, they they're so rich, they're so insulated from reality. Mm. Right. That can afford them. To, to feed their uh, eccentric behavior or their, their crazy behavior. And that can be in a good and a bad way. You know, you see certain people like, um, I don't know, let's take, for instance, like maybe the RZA. Like RZA made hella money mm-hmm. and or like a Swiss beast. But I guess RZA is a better example of like someone that just became so insulated and made so much, just kind of did his own thing, but it actually ended up, to, in my opinion, hurting like his art isn't as good because right. he had no no one to tell him that it was whack. Right, you know only yes man, but that's harmless, right? Maybe you don't make some music I like, but it's right, like you're right. still like a decent person, right? right? Right, fucking. But this dude is like the opposite. He's fucking insane and, and and crazy, and you can see that with Kanye now. 
it's insane and crazy. And because you're so insulated and you have so many yes men around you, you're so rich, it affords you to mm-hmm. go further out the deep deep end right. without facing or Donald Trump. Yeah. Without facing any consequences. You know what I mean? And no one can stop you. So yeah. you think about someone who's actually a, a predator like R. Kelly, you know what I mean? It affords them to just to just fucking do whatever the fuck you want and have your own little kingdom. That's why he just reminds me of like a cult leader, man. Nah, yeah, I feel that. He really like fucking a controlling ass person, and he's just completely out there, you know. And he and the only thing I I can say that that documentary from what I've seen from the first one, nobody said it was like maybe nah, I can say nobody because I think one or two of the girls said that he was physically abusive, but it, it was nothing like that. He was no, beating up it women. Was, it was and, it was just. Controlling, yeah, it was hella, hella controlling yeah. or whatever. He's a mean. He he was, you know, R. Kelly was this smooth, suave person, but then as soon as he brought out Robert, he was mean, and Robert. you know, and I was just like, um, some of that shit. I feel like I feel, you know, but I mean, but that's just me, my personal opinion. If y'all, you know, you talking about, you know, he was mean. Basically, you know, he used a lot of his verbal actions to, you know, to make y'all stay to, you know, to make people have sex and stuff like that. Which is, I'm not saying it's right, but at the same time. It was like, leave. Mm. I didn't know if I should leave because I didn't want to make him mad. Was he whooping your ass before that? Yeah, that's the yeah that's the things that I don't I don't really understand. And um, some say it's the um, Stockholm syndrome mm. where they where they uh, sympathize for their abuser or their their captor. That's one thing. But yeah, and a lot of people, you know, like they're they're they've been abused before. Or the or they're weak, they have low self esteem. Right, yeah. right. It's just like a pimp when a pimp, you know, like fucking turns yeah. someone into a hoe. It's like a lot of times them girls like they don't got nothing. Yeah, right. they're, they're looking for something else. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a lot of their broken. spirit is broken. Sp- yeah, you know what I mean? And, or they've been abused and whatever. And then that those people that they prey on the weak. You feel me? So they're able to like tap in. Yeah, they know how. You know, they realize what works and they exploit that. Yeah, I, I, I some sometimes in certain cases with. With R. Kelly, I I feel like that the parents were instrumental in in some of these girls getting into that environment because um when they were promoting surviving R. Kelly, it was a lot of parents coming out saying mm. that you know that they couldn't find their daughter for this for X amount of time and right, but they knew that their daughter was with R. Kelly. Right, right. Why are you letting your eighteen, nineteen year old daughter, twenty year old daughter? Go, hang out go with fuck with a ass. 50 plus year old man. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck if my daughter's 18, 19, 20. I don't, under 25, you're not about to go fuck with no. Oh, that's But I think it's, it's really hard for a lot of people. It's, it's legally, you can't do shit. I mean, when your kid, the kid's over 18. Like, you legally, right. you can't. So Parentally, I think, you can, though. But it, I mean, you can, but I'm just saying, I think, I think a lot of people. They just feel defeated. They feel like handcuffed because they're, they're just like, well, what can I do? Yeah. Like my dad, my my pops always told me, he's like, I can never control you. I can influence you. Yeah. If you don't listen or you don't, you know what I mean. Then what can I do? Right. So I think it's it kind of comes to a point where it's like you, there's only so much people can do. But I agree. I, you know, I agree though. It's like you gotta still. It's like if you care someone, you gotta try to do more. But but who knows what really happened? I know that in the, the Dream Hampton interview I read today, she said that like most like it was like. All the parents that they dealt with were ten years younger than R. Kelly, so imagine how young their children are. Yeah, mm. and dude, there's some. I think one of the kids or one of the, the girls in that show was like twelve years old, dude. Where? That was that was in that's gonna be in the docuseries. Mm. At the time, was twelve years old mm. that this dude was fucking on. 
Yeah. Nah. Swear to. I mean, even though they said, even with, they said with Sparkle, her uh, niece was 13. Yeah, 13. You know, 13, 14, and they was having threesomes and nah, videotaping. Nah, was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, supposedly he videotaped a shit ton of shit without yeah. anyone's consent. And but and it, but it was like they said he never hit the camera. It was like he walked up and had the camera in his hand, like we're doing this. Like you feel me? And then one of the girls was like she was upset, or he got upset because she was crying. You feel me? During the mm. the process, during the sex and stuff, during the threesome, and he was mad. Like man, I can't watch this shit. And I was like, yikes! But it was like he had they the showed camera. that in the. I mean, they they spoke about that in part yeah. one. Yeah. Uh-huh. One of the girls that said she was involved, she said she was like 17, going on 18 or something, mm. and was doing it. But she said he had one of the other girls, and she was like 15, 16, mm. like 15 going on 16. And they was having threesomes and shit. He was like, she the neighbor or something, you feel me? She just coming to do this with it. But it wasn't no like, oh, let's come in and then, you know, something weird. Hey, guess what? It was like, nah, come on, we going to the room. And it was like, nah, come on, let's take your clothes off and let's, you know, and is the the child was the neighbor of a? I guess I guess that's kind of what he was like. That's how they worded it. Like, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's how he worded it. But the parents don't know where. That and girl is. and see, I'm not sure about that. I don't, I don't, I didn't watch that part or get that deep. But and, then some of them they were saying like the girl, like even like Sparkle's knees, they said she was getting dropped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like by parents or whoever. They was just dropping her off at the studio to hang yeah, out and with him and vibe. You know, I I, I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like that. I'm trying to place blame anywhere other than. On him, right? On the right. predator, because that you know everything is all the fire is definitely on him. But it's like we got to be more. Now I'm saying we, you know, as parents, we got to be more accountable for what where our children are. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I okay. fe- I feel it. Like you can't. I'm not victim blaming, but it's like if I don't know what my daughter is, that's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's my fault first. That's your number right. one responsibility. That's my fault first, and then after that, it's like okay, get past that. Who was the abuser then? But right. I have to know that my daughter is in a studio with R. Kelly. Right. You know. I what think I'm saying? a lot of people, and I think this is like also. Um, it's something I kind of I think we've talked about a little bit on the podcast that I wanted to talk about with just a lot of different instances with artists and famous people. It's like people will totally because they're starstruck will like not trip off like anything bad someone yeah. does or that yep. they could even do bad things yeah. or hey well it won't happen to me and right and it's and, or I really like this person's music so I could forget about the bad things right. you do and it's just like I'm sick and tired of that shit man I'm sick yeah. and tired and that's also you know we talk about in in this podcast is idol worship this is an American sickness man we have Facts. a sickness where we worship idols and don't get me wrong I'm a fan of all kinds of people we all are it's a big and we all like sickness. have people we super fuck with you know what I mean so but. I'm trying to wean myself off that a bit. And it's just like, it's just probably part of that shit was like, oh, it's R. Kelly, he's all rich. And uh, right, you right, know, he's right. a legend. And it's just like, oh, whatever happened, happened. And it won't happen to my kid. And it's just yeah, like, you can't yeah. think that way. Uh, you know, anyone can reveal themselves as a monster, man. Anyone can, man. And, and I think people just, we just have to be, you know, that's definitely like what D.O. said. It's like, that's a lesson that needs to be learned is that we just need, we just need to hold on to our loved ones, not let people fall through the crack. Facts. Be leery of anyone and, and be skeptical, man. You don't know, you know what I mean? And and then it goes up, you know, back to like some of my fellow DJs and just other people. It's like, dude, why the fuck are we fans of people when we know they've done terrible shit? Right, right. There's some people it's like we're not sure, you know what I mean? Like 
Fabulous could have or could have not beat the shit out of his wife. I don't know. And, you know, I took a, a step, step back from him for a while, but now I'm not really sure, and, and it's, it's okay. But, you know, like, I ain't played R. Kelly. I, so I haven't played R. Kelly's music in, like, four years, maybe longer. Mm. And then there was a period, like, a couple years ago, I played his shit for, like, a month, and then more shit came out. I was You're like, right. all right, right. I'm not right. playing yeah, this yeah. shit. Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? And it's just, like, it's just hella sad when, when you can know, like, like, there's certain people that are just terrible people, but people will be like, oh, wow, I like that song. And they just right. won't. I'm just like, I don't care if fucking, you know, a person is fucking making gold-plated songs that make my life better. If they're a terrible person, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to fuck with that shit. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah. like, that's and, something and that just hella bothers me. In, in general, about like, people that apologize for R. R. Kelly, you know what I mean? And for people that, like, that just... I don't know. Like, there's certain artists that you should not separate from their their fucking crimes, no, yeah, or absolutely. like you should not like, dude, fuck him, dude. Absolutely. Like, fuck that dude forever. I don't care. Um, I went to the Chaco Factory tour. Wasn't you know what I mean? And this shit was lit. Like, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But right. Like, fuck that shit. Looking back, I'm like kind of ashamed that I went. I mean, I'm not ashamed because who knew at that point? It was like right, 2005. Right. I didn't really know. I was, I was but like 20. We did know about some of the shit he nah. was doing. Back no, but well, I didn't know. Like, I didn't really knew. know. Like, you I was 20, I was naive. You, you know only know? heard room at 2005, you only heard rumors of Aaliyah. That's as far as the rumors went as just regular people walking around the earth. Like, if we wasn't in those circles, you didn't hear right. about his. his Predatory behavior. Right, and the internet right. wasn't popping. Like we and weren't it, sharing right, the information. There wasn't seen, memes. I the know, tape I came the, out when? That like 2002, I think. The tape came out 2002? Was it? It was somewhere around there. I've right. never seen it. I could have seen it in high school. I know one thing Dreamhampton was saying, like one of the things that really caused a lot of this drama was that he dropped his best album, which is Chaco Factory. Mm, right? What, no, but that's what she's saying. She's right. like, it's his most popular album. Mm-hmm. Right? I, it's, I think it sold the most records, right? Okay. Yeah. She was saying, saying like, it's there already was hella shit, but then uh-huh. he dropped a hella good album and everyone forgot about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like she was saying the timing of that, that was album. After, she think, was like, I feel like he really could have got caught up, but mm-hmm. then that album came out and then, and and then the hell people forgot. It. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so, that was because that was after he beat the trial, right? Or yeah. was that? Because he did the one with sure. him and Jay Z did Best of Both Worlds win two thousand three. That was two thousand nine. That was uh. No, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I remember a was lot of it? people was using those beats for mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just like, like 2002, 2003. But then went, that was when he had the not guilty and all of that when they was talking about that because he got off from that. That that you know, I'm just saying, man. Certain like that dude got to go away, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. It's just certain people like they don't even count anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but what do you like, what do you, what do you think it's gonna take for that? For him to, to have to go through that. Well, I think what she's saying is that we just make him irrelevant through uh-huh. business means. So it's like, I don't know, I'm not on title or anything, but it's like, and if Jay is, was trying to get out of that tour because of these alleged sex crimes, because mm-hmm. supposedly that's why he was trying to get out of the tour. Because it was wrapped up in that shit. Exactly. It's and like, after he beat it, they was like... Saying he should take his music off title. Off yeah. top. Like, that shit should be gone from title. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, if Jay, if you want to make a statement... And so it's that, like, maybe, you know, and there was tons of people that they asked to come on the Lacky series that didn't come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Legend was one of the only people. And it wasn't that they weren't down with it. They were just like, this shit's too messy. Right. You know what I mean? But John Legend was like, I don't know if you saw his tweet yesterday, but he was just like, he's like, I had no problem coming on because I'm not going to fucking support a, a, a serial child rapist. Right. Well, he's like, fuck that dude. 
He literally like said some shit like, like fuck nah, that. Yeah, dude. Seen. But just because you didn't just because you <clears throat> didn't support the movie don't mean that you No, no, no. I'm saying it's I'm okay saying with that his words with it, it's saying okay, his words. It's okay that certain people didn't want to come on. Yeah. Like I get it. But they they did support the movie. They were like we're down with like fuck that dude, but we just can't we don't want to be on the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? But John Legend was like I don't give a fuck and was on it. Yeah. Either way, he's like I'm not tripping. And that's okay. It's to each his own, but I'm just saying like if Jay was asked to be on the movie, obviously he's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then that's okay, but then take that dude's shit down. All this shit that, like, you know what I would do if I was him? And and there was some art, artists have done this, man. I'd be like, we're never making his albums again. Like, the albums I did with him, mm-hmm. were never going to be made. Like, Guns N' Roses, there was a song they had on, like, one, I'm not really a Guns N' Roses fan. I like a few songs, but recently there was a, a song on one of their first albums that was a, had racist there was some racist ass shit saying, and actually, Axl Rose is hell as far to left. If you look at his Twitter now, and he's hell on some fuck Trump shit and you know fuck all the border shit and right. fuck police. You know he's down for Black Lives Matter and all this shit, and it's tight. And he literally made it so that that song is never available on any streaming platforms and will never be on any. If they reprint the album, it'll never be on the album. Mm-hmm. That's hella tight. Yeah. To be like fuck that shit. I don't know what I was thinking. I was hella young and stupid. That's fucking disgusting. You know what I mean? So that's I think people need to it needs to he needs to be erased like in that way. Like if he can't get taken down legally, then that need to, he needs to go away. It's kind of like what DJ Envy said about Star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to kill him breathing. Yeah. Like when you completely ignore someone, you make them irrelevant. Right. The docu series ain't really making them irrelevant. <clears throat> no, that's... but it, but it's assassinating his character, which needs to be done. I feel like that it's already dirt on his name and nah, dirt. but hell people don't know. Like hell of you was on See, and that shit that's that's like, what this is. Shows- I've been a, I've been I've been an R. Kelly like listener and just a fan of his like my whole life. So hearing it and seeing all that stuff is is definitely is is disgusting. But it's like I know and I've seen all of that and I've heard all of that. But I'm just like, okay, so he keep on getting off. So who's telling the truth now? Because y'all keep on coming with the same information. Right. And now who are y'all trying to y'all trying to convince more people? I thought everybody knew, and I felt like everybody already did it, and he beat the case, and it's just like. Well, it's like catching a body or something, and then you beat the murder, and it's like it's niggas that was there and know you did it, but right, you beat right, it. Right, 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 right. And the nigga like, I mean, shit, but he beat it though. He got found innocent, and you're like, bro, I was there. Yeah, but nobody's saying but, I was there. Yeah, but nobody's saying it was there until now with the documentary. After he's already been cleared of all the charges, well, I was there, but oh, I didn't show up oh, to court. Oh. I didn't testify. Wow, you I feel just, me? Okay, all yeah, that shit was going on, yeah, and yeah, nobody stepped up. Wow. But then 25 years later. Y'all all got a story wow. about it. I mean, but that's how it is sometimes. Like, people and that are, sucks. But, that's fucked up. But people are hella scared to step up. Man. They're hella scared are because people, selfish? it's so... Yeah. Or it's selfishness. Nah, it's not even selfishness, dude. It's like, especially women are scared to come forward because no, it's talking so... About, he's talking about people. I'm talking about people. It was, it was guys oh, in yeah. there, too. It There's hella... Like, anyone that's, like, helped him do this shit yeah. is a piece of shit, too. And they, anyone just, that was, was there, and they was, like, they was taking. Then they was, you are compliant. They was like, getting the piece. There. They was getting the piece. If, of that. if, if I'm hanging the cars, out, they was getting the money. They was getting the lifestyle too. If That's we're hanging out, if we're hanging out, right, and yeah. we see some dudes rape a woman right in front of us, we're fucking whack too. Yeah. We're, we are a, we're we're co-defendants with these dudes. Yeah, for rape, we are also guilty. Not that that would ever happen. We're right, outstanding, right, right. Outstanding gentlemen, but I'm just saying. So yeah, anyone that was down, dude, like fuck all those people. Yeah, and they that's were, and that's me, what enabled him to do these. But things. that's what I took from the documentary. It was so much of that, and I was just like, damn, that's fucked up. Because if y'all want to sit there and point the finger and be like, he's an asshole. We watched him do it. We watched him. I was there. I seen him have sex with Aaliyah. And you just now said something yeah. about this shit. Those people are trash. Like, that's fucked up. 
You what? know, because, I mean, honestly, it could have been nipped in the bud before the millennium. Right. If all y'all would have sat there and y'all would have stood on what you were saying. I totally agree. You know? And I think that's what Dream Heaven was saying. Like, this, she she was like, my generation fucked up. Right. So she's like, now, hopefully, like, we can stop this once and for all. Right. And I think the, the docuseries she was saying was like, this is kind of a definitive piece right. on what this dude is really about. And this so, is hopefully the beginning of the end. Uh, yeah, and I get and I get that. Hopefully, <clears throat> but let me uh, let me just ask this, just to kind of play devil's advocate. Uh, <laughs> uh, w- why not a Woody Allen surviving Woody Allen or surviving? Man, I hope, uh, please, right? Surviving uh, Harvey Weinstein and Harvey Weinstein, he got criminally indicted though. You better go to jail. And look at we fucking. We don't know. We don't know if he is or not. I'm. I'm. I think he will. And he got indicted, but you know. I mean, it, it remains to be seen. The story's not over yet. They gonna right. wait till you know the I mean? eighty and get him like they did Bill and let him well, ride. Nah, nah, because he got indicted. Bill didn't get indicted. Who? Until who he Bill? Was who? No, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about they gonna no. do uh, R. Kelly like that. Oh. <coughs> nah. They gonna wait till his money washed up and he can't bail out. His money about to be done. Yeah. He better put his shit in some. And I heard, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard he don't even own his, uh, he sold like his masters of his early shit. He had to. He, he going broke, bro. Yeah. But nah, but is it is it fair to, to look at this scenario like, okay, so if y'all rightfully attacking these predators. Right. Or rightfully attacking this predator, go expose these other predators. Got to. Yeah, yeah. I got think to. this just furthers the move. Because it's, it's like a Rico, man. If you're going to take them down, you got to take everybody down. Right. And I, I mean, not saying that if you're not going to take everybody down, don't take him down, but it's like, bro, it got a, the domino effect got to hit then. But it's a, I think it is, though, because look at just what happened during the holidays. Kevin Spacey got indicted, too. Yeah. He got indicted. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's we're in the infancy of this whole thing because for so long, because the patriarchy and, and all the other shit that comes with it, like men just could do whatever. Right. And so we're actually, as much as we thought we were like, you know, socially woke like 15 years ago, we kind of weren't. Nah. Well, you know I mean, what I mean? So I think this is the beginning of all that shit. I'm and that's sure. the whole thing is like, we could talk about Me Too and like, you know, that's the good stuff that's coming out of that shit. I'm just, I'm, I'm not just talking about men. I'm talking about just in the entertainment industry, period, mm. with sex being weaponized. Right. You know what I'm saying? From men, from powerful men and powerful women. Like, start. Oh, Open up the lid on all this shit. They won't, though. You I know think, what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I think, I mean, thing. certain people are just, they're so powerful, man. It, it's, but that, it, it's unfortunate that they probably won't get caught. Right. Right. And because that's how power works. That's, we're living in a capitalistic society, man. Yeah. That's just how it, money talks. Like, and it's, it's sad, man. But that's what's enabled. Think about it. That's what enables these people to get away with shit because they have money. Yeah. For me, and there's yeah. hella yes men, like you said, the people that are around them that just were hella complicit. Right. They're yeah. fucking. They're just. They're just for there for a dollar. You know what I mean? So, it's unfortunate, but I mean, I think if you had told us, you know, five years ago, that these people would get indicted and stuff like that, I think we probably would be like, well, that should happen, but we'd be a little skeptical. But now it's starting to happen. Right. So the whole thing is that the story's not over. It, it probably will not be able to fully judge any of this stuff. Till like 10 years from now. But I think it's starting to happen, man. And, and this stuff is hopeful. And I think also Dream Hampton made this shit as like, and, you know, she made this shit as like, this is the black community needs to deal with this kind of thing. Yeah. As a black woman. I, I agree. It's, it's definitely a black community thing. And I'm a, um, you know, I'm a white man, whatever, but that's just what I got out of it. Right. Now, I, I feel, feel like, I'm, I'm I, not part of that community, but I'm just saying. I feel like, um, with that being said and that being a fact, <clears throat> I feel like, the Me Too movement and all these other movements, which 
aren't really like a so-called black community movement are kind of hijacking this whole R. Kelly momentum and kind of using it for they. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because the Me Too movement wasn't coming, caping for none of the women that were being abused for abused by R. Kelly. And that though those women were coming forth in the middle of all that shit. And yeah. they didn't come in and create a support system for them. But you mean that's that also just outlines the the, the how problematic white feminism feminism is. And you have you white just, women feminism feminists that they just only care about themselves. You just hit that. Or they only yeah. care about people on their social strata. You know what I mean? They don't care exactly. about sex workers. They don't care about people of color. Exactly. Women of color don't care about children of color. So yeah, man, that's that's the com- all these are good conversations. Like the conversations that need to be had. Right. But I think the thing that needs to not be lost is that women get abused yeah. tenfold. For you know sure. what I mean? And we gotta help them. We gotta listen to them when they speak up. And yeah, of course, there's some fucking. You know, there's gonna be a few that are lying or whatever, but dude, the majority of them. No, I, are I, hella, I, I just think the, the best thing any any person can do that that gets um, a case brought to them or an accusation brought to them to their attention is listen. Right. Listen first, and before you make any judgment whether you think the person is lying or not, go investigate, and then base your reaction and and. Everything has to be based off of what what you what the outcome is off of your investigation, right? You know what I'm saying. That's why when when a lot of these um, women come forward about celebrities out of the woodworks, I really don't have too much to say about it because I'm never gonna know the truth about that shit. I don't know. I don't know if if like we still really don't know if Bill Cosby did anything, right? Man. I don't. I'm, no, I'm saying I personally don't know. He got convicted. He's in jail. Right. That's all that matters. I'm just right? saying when 50 women say you did some shit. I don't. I wasn't I don't there. That's 50. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't there. And, and then to me, I don't know. And I think that's he just got coming con- up. But he got convicted in the court of law. That's the fairest thing. Right. He's out of there. You know what I'm saying? Because when the numbers start hiking up, I'm just kind of like, come on, look. Like, how many? Really? 50? Right. Oh, yeah, and jump his ass. Right. Like, I mean, I'm just Something, saying. But you none know? of these women knew each other. I know, I know, I'm just saying. Dude's like, a serial Nah, you can't say none of them didn't know each other. Most of them did not know each other at all. They had then, nothing to gain financially. If you get if you get somebody, if, if okay, let's say you got three women, right? If you got three women that's coming out already, that ain't turning up no eyebrows. For them to get to 50 Sixty women. It's like, come on, blood. But they were coming from a generation where they like that shit just happened with impunity. Yeah, and um, but that's what I'm saying. So, so they were like, like, why? Like they were. And these are people that you know. When you go through some traumatic shit, like we all have. There's certain yeah. things you don't necessarily want to talk about. And it's like, you know what I mean, like, like it's like, like getting a check for being like over in the point. You feel me? I like that and stuff. And it's like the the air and everything been bad for the years. Environment yeah. and the environment been bad for years, and then all of a sudden they like. Ah oh, damn, we could have been getting a check for this. When it's people that you feel me that's been getting a check, you just ain't said nothing about it. Yeah. You know, so that's kind. I kind of like it's a little different, but it's like at the same time, I don't know. Maybe how which I was just saying about people speaking. I'm just saying, and talking about it. Like I'm believe just saying, a little bit. I don't get too invested um, into the the hoopla of it right. because I wasn't there. And you know, if they get arrested, get indicted, go to jail or whatever, go through trial and all this mountains of evidence come and then they get convicted, I'm believing it, okay? Right, right. But I, I you know, if if the court say you did it, you yeah, know that, what I'm that saying? That mean they did their research, they investigated it. Right, but, but I, I'm, I think, I'm still hitting but, it with but the I'm innocent not ride, but guilty. I'm not, exact, I'm not riding against Neil deGrasse Tyson or A.J. Calloway or, you know what I'm saying, all these people 
with just or even even um Aziz Ansari. Like with when when the the woman came out about him and it just turned out it was just a badass date that she didn't like how it turned out. Right. Like you gonna come out and say that he raped you or yeah, that he sexually assaulted you? And I'm saying the shit like that happened and it's like it's fucked up. Like no, it's happens. true. But the whole thing is, as men, like we shouldn't even be focused on that when we know women get played all the time. No, get right. Raped all the time. Off time. And this whole thing too is like time. I'm always gonna believe hella women. Women have a way better track record of telling truth than the fucking courts do. All right, so like people could have got convicted or whatever, and I'm not saying that facts are raised and that's why, but it's like let's listen to women, man. Yeah, I definitely no, want to listen. We need to do that, I'm man. I'm saying listen then investigate. Right. No, no, that and I'm saying like when stuff's in the infancy, like the stuff with Neil deGrasse Tyson or um, some of the other people you mentioned, it's very early. You right. know what I mean, you shouldn't pass judgment right away. That's all. I'm but saying. what I'm saying is like when hella women are like, this dude did this shit. He did that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> or like the fifty cent. Whatever they said he did, he did that shit. Well, when there's enough people, that, and, that, and like that shit don't happen. But that's what I'm getting at. Where I'm like, I think I don't know if why or how it took so long to get to now, where it's like, okay, no, it yeah, happened we because this shit. is new. This is a yeah. new era. That's why it's and this new era. But I'm saying before this, twenty years ago, people, you could hear it, and people were so scared to say anything because they like nobody believes them. Because that's like, how it was. But if you get six people telling you one thing and you don't believe, nah, I'm not believing. That's six, man. All six of them bitches lying. Like, n- what? Is that really what was going on? Yeah. That's what and I'm that's saying, why though. that's what's wild to me. So it's like if you got if you in court and you got six people that testify on this one person and they get off. It's like it's something wrong with the system. It's not no, just no. Just there's something no very more. wrong. That's what I'm trying to and say. And we know, but we know that we knew the judicial system was hella whack. And so, as much as like, it's it's hella easy for us to point to, oh, well, someone got convicted, so they must have done it. But then, how many people times people get wrongly convicted? Right. So my point is that if hella women are like, yo, this dude fucking fuck me and drug me. Right, right. That shit happened, yo. Like at least thirty of them are telling the truth. Like, come on, you know what I mean? And like yeah. you, like they have a women. Think about all the women in your life. Women and all the women you ever learned about, right? All mm-hmm. of them have a way better track record than the U.S. judicial system. That's my point. So what I'm just mean? saying if hella... Dude, the fucking... We know that the system is designed to put people in jail, oh, especially yeah. men of right. color, especially yeah. black men. Yeah. Look at how many people... You know what I mean? We, I don't have to expl- re- reiterate no, no, what's yeah, happened. Yeah, 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 no. I'm just saying women in general, mm-hmm. all the women in our lives, women in, throughout history, everything we learned, are hella some people I'm gonna trust and are hella more credible than the U.S. courts. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, if 50 women are like Bill Cosby did this shit, I guarantee you most they're telling the truth, dude. Most of them, even if 10 of them aren't, you know what I mean? You know, so it's like, come on, dude. But what happened up to those 10 though? I don't know, dude. Like maybe there should be a law that they should go to jail too that's, or whatever. That's all. And, I'm that, and that's like, what that's, that's, and that's that, what I was gonna touch yeah. on next is that people that's lying and stuff like that. We got we. Well, I've we come across it. a bunch of people that lie about stuff. Maybe. Yeah, and it's like it. they have to be. We got to start figuring out consequences for people that are coming in. I completely. I completely. Low Kim did a year or something in jail for lying on the stand <clears> about some shit. You feel yeah, me? That happened and you feel I, me? Like, I completely agree with you. But what right. I'm saying is that what there's two things: the problem and the symptom. Right. The problem is the motherfucker is raping people. Facts. The symptom is that some people are going to attach themselves and lie because they need attention or they're conniving or whatever. But let's or focus on the problem. Like the right. problem is that men, I think there is a men are predators, dude. Whether they prey on women or other men right. or boys or whatever it is. So it's like the, we have to listen to them. I think the 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 focus is on the, the problem. No, I know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. And I'm not saying that you guys aren't focused on that, but right. I'm just trying right. to say that. 
we as men have to do a little bit less of like, but what about this? You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Like, like I'm not saying the conversation shouldn't be had, mm-hmm. but it's just too many times women are like, yo, and this shit is all bad. And if someone facts. comes like that meme that we saw earlier, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like, but what about when y'all be doing this? Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, dude, can women have one day where they can lick their wounds and feel bad? Right. Where they're out of dude telling them that they, oh, but what about the, this? And the only thing I, I say about that also is, you know, they have the have the times or whatever when the men are completely wrong, you feel me? But we do that, and then you got to start. I mean, not got to start, but we got to start just opening up and being like, okay, cool. I hear, I heard you because if, like you say, if a certain amount of people tell you that this is going on, it's like. For you to still be like, what about this? What about that? That's when you're being an asshole. That's what I'm you saying, and I'm sick of that shit. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. No one has done that here. That's not what I'm saying. Right, right, right. But right. what I'm saying is, it's just like that's some straight women hate. That's literally like men that hate women. Yeah, yeah. That's like you're trying shit. to oppress women. Yeah. Like you can't just be like, yo, women take L's all the time. Mm-hmm. I had it the other day. I was telling Dio New Year's Eve on my gig. I was showing to my homegirls, and this dude it was hella nasty. He was trying to talk to them. They're like, nah, nah. I had to be like, yo, they don't want to talk to you. Right. And he was like, oh, he was like trying to laugh it off. I'm like, bro, they don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, literally, like a step away from getting this dude kicked out by security. Like, this yeah. dude's gross. And this dude turned and said this shit to me. And this must be something he says. And it's just, this was just sad. He said, I never took the side of a woman. Like, he was trying to clown me for mm-hmm. sticking up for some women. Like, yeah, you've never weird. taken the side of a woman. Like, and this must shit. be something that you say, too. It must be yeah. something, an idea that you, it's an idea that you, mind. yeah, right, that you right. subscribe to. Like, you're a fucking sick puppy, dog. Yeah, that's weird. Like, shit. something's wrong with you. You know what I mean? And that is, that is patriarchy and that is misogyny. And it's really, literally, misogyny is like hating women, oppressing mm-hmm. women. So, I'm just saying it's like, we, we, we gotta listen to women, man. Cause they right. write, it's like, if they're right 90% of the time, they really are, dude. Mm-hmm. You look at it, like, Come on, man. Just because there's some, there are some shady ones, and that's what I'm saying. But there's like, some shady people, but there's a way higher percentage of men that are shady. Facts, and I know a lot of like-minded people out there. So I'm, I'm just kind of like, when I hear stuff like that, I really be like, damn, they're appalled. Like, damn, yeah. really? Like, you really? Yeah, yeah. Like, really how could you like say that? that? Yeah. Like, it's one thing you thought it, but you're like, yeah, I'm kind of triggered. Because I got, I got that. sisters. You know, my moms. I got, yeah. I got a lot of women in my family and stuff like that. So when they come in and they say something, I'm believing it. You feel me? Especially if I hear. You know the same thing two times, three times, and I'm like, oh, it gotta be a fact. You feel me? I'm not gonna sit there and be like, okay, well, it's she gonna be lying. get my attention, and I'm gonna do the due diligence to make sure that I'm not about to go spaz for no reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that women in my family would lie. I'm just saying before I dive off on this deep end with you mm-hmm. and jump out this airplane with no parachute, let me make sure that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? This is with the circumstances. Yeah, because like if I react to what you're telling me, like I'm going to jail. Right. Well, no one should. You know what I'm saying? It, like, there's very few right. situations where you should re- react instantaneously. Right. House on fire. All right, we need to put it out. You know what I mean? Someone's trying to shoot but that's someone. What I, but I'm saying, no, I'm no, saying no. that I'm. That's me. If, no, no, if, no. If, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm saying we should. When you hear some shit, as much as it makes us high, we gotta be like, all right, let's think about this being level headed and weigh the options. You know what I mean? I'm saying there's very few things where you act off top like, yo, the house on fire, we need to put it out or get out of here, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever it is. I totally agree with you. But what I'm saying also is just like, it's just, dude, women, it's just just like I'm going to trust, and I'm not saying women can't be shady, but I'm going to trust women so much more of a man. Right. Look at the world, bro. And especially white men. Look at the how fucked up the world is because of greedy men. It's not because of women. 
you know what I mean? Like, Fact. look throughout history. You know what Fact. I mean? So it's just like <laughs> women got by far the benefit of the doubt. Is my yeah. point. You know, I, I think we all agree on that. Like Definitely. in different I, ways, we have our own little nuances, and that's okay. Yeah, no, and I, I agree with you guys too. Like. Maybe there's a few things that I don't completely agree, but I know right, where you come right, from. You right. know what I mean? So, I'm, and I agree with the spirit of it. Right, and that's what I say. A lot of people, like a lot of women, deal with certain things uh, in ways where you know they're like, "We gotta, we have to protect our women. We have to protect our black women." And I'll be like, "Yeah, for sure." But to me, it's like that's a standard. You feel me? It is. Yeah, but one of the right. biggest ways we can, you know, one of the biggest ways we can protect women and women of color, black women, or whatever, mm-hmm. is just listen to them. Man. Facts. If we, if we can create an environment where they feel comfortable to come forward, that's the whole point of the Kazi show, whatever, or even the R. Kelly shit. Because the R. Kelly shit is bleeding into a new era. It's right. coming from an old era. 90s right. is like, as much as we thought it was in the early, it's old school. Right, right. So what I'm saying is that a lot of people don't come forward because they just like, it's not going to do anything. It's going to make me hell upset. I'm going to yeah. get depressed. Me, I'm going to want to kill myself. And that's what a lot of people And what's going to happen? And then I'm right going to get now. shut down and go through years of a trial and still lose and like people just want to put it behind them yeah right. they don't ever want to see the person again whatever so if we can listen to women and then create an environment where they know that they can tell us stuff and we're gonna help them yeah you know what i mean like that's our job man you know what i mean and that's was the good the really good thing and that's why i like uh, you know even if there's some people that are shady like the me too movement is a good thing right and we're not doing shady shit so we don't gotta worry about anything right right you know and that's the other part like you ain't doing dirt then why you gotta worry you know what i mean i I agree with everything you just said. It just I don't I don't know if the Me Too movement is a think good about the shit it, that it gets weaponized a lot. It can, but think about if it's fucking catching real motherfuckers that are doing shit. If yeah. it catches eight and two people get caught up in some shit, but when it's fake, I I never see anyone get caught like taken down really for some sex shit when it was fake, man. I mean, like look at the I am Sue shit, man. That woman came in him last year. It was one person. She was trying to take him down, mm-hmm. and it was completely refuted. And she was fucking laughed out of the town. Right for a few days, people were tripping like, "Damn, Sue, what the fuck?" And I was right. like, and even me, I was like, like I could, I don't even know Sue hella well, but I've known her for a long time. Right, you know what I mean? We're definitely like acquaintances, and and we've done, we've worked together. You know what I mean? And I was like, God damn, like. I can never picture him doing that, but you never know. You never know. And the you crazy, never know, and the, but and the then it was thing. hella refuted. When everything came to light, yeah. it just showed that it was hella bullshit. And hella women I knew that were close from like, dude, no fucking way. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. And that's what I'm saying. So it's situations like that. Because I seen that and I looked at it like, damn, really? And then after you say, like a couple of days of it going by, I'm like, man, was this a hoax? Like, is he saying this to, because he got an album dropping? Is that what it is? Or mm-hmm. like, is this some real shit? Because it's really not... Too many people there, you know. If you saying that you there and this is going on, I didn't really hear anything else about it. I didn't really hear anybody else that jumped on the bandwagon to like, you know, to back it up, you know. And I know that's what you kind of getting at too, where it's like, damn, that's fucked up that nobody had her back, you know. But then also it's like, like you say, it just got through to the side and pushed to the side, like nothing happened. Like, okay, well, did that shit even happen? No, no, it. that that woman was lying. Yeah, that's the real. point. Is I, that, uh, that when it's isolated, a lot of times it's not true. Right. But I'm saying when there's a lot of victims, like people that do that shit, they do it a lot. I scrubbed the internet for a lot of different things to support what that girl was saying. And I didn't, I didn't, it was a lot that I didn't see that I was expecting to see. Like other people saying, my girl is on here trying to get 
da da da, and nobody's fucking with her, or nobody's believing her. Somebody, please help. This dude is a mon-. like I didn't, see, I didn't even see that. That's what right, I'm saying. That right. shit was a fraud. So yeah. I'm saying, but I seen some people jump off top and condemn him off yeah. top. It was a lot of. It there was, was some people that were my friends that did that, and I was like, you're tripping. It was right. publications. So I totally agree. Yeah. Well, you're saying that no, exactly. Like I think Double XL did some fuck yeah, shit. Yeah. Like no, you're hella right. Like we like, but everything's case by case. I think women are, by the vast majority, are telling the truth, but it's also like we need to do our due diligence and think for ourselves yeah. and look at the facts. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's a situation where, like, this person was trying to assassinate his character. Right. Mm-hmm. I got this person homie. was trying to hurt him, man. And we yeah. know that dude. We all know that dude well enough to know he's a fucking got a heart of gold. He's I a good a, dude. I got I don't a homie, that well, but yeah, I don't, I don't I would, know. I wouldn't put well. that type of shit on nobody, though. Yeah. I'm, no, I wouldn't put that shit on no one, but I'm saying right. he was a nice ass person. Right, right, right. So I'm saying, you know, this person was trying to hurt him. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that even if someone's a fucking asshole, the wrongly accuse someone of something like that is terrible. Terrible. Right? Regardless, but what I'm saying is that cooler heads prevailed. Right. People were able to look at this shit and see it was phony. But that's why I was saying, I, I, I got a homie, bro, that I grew up with. Shit, since forever. I've known him since I was probably five. He been in jail since maybe two thousand one on a sexual charge that the victim said he didn't do. That's crazy. The like the victim was had a lineup, you know, a photo lineup, and his picture was in there, and they. Pretty much trying to get her to say that it was his, it was him, yeah. And she was like, "It's not him." And you're like, "It's like I know what the guy looks. It's not him." And he still got convicted and everything. Like convicted, That's awful. right? Convicted, what the fuck? bro. And that goes back to like, look at the system, though. <laughs> right? Yeah, the system you cannot trust. Like they yeah. are trying to lock, especially you black men. And I don't know if your friend is black, but yeah, they're trying to incarcerate you. It's trying, you know, they're trying to prolong slavery. I mean, I and I, I got so. another homie that you know. Sh- Remain nameless, um, but you know he 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 peeled the girl from from the club, kicked it with her at the club. She was giving him dumbass play at the club. It spilled over to a friend's house. You know what I'm saying? After hours or whatever, they lit. You know they get busy that night, go to sleep, wake up, get busy again in the morning. She leaves. Maybe like hours later, she texts him, um, "Man, I was hella drunk last night," and then or something like that. And he he agreed, like, "Yeah, um, we was hella drunk." Like, "Yeah, we were hella drunk." And then like maybe like hours later, he's getting like police officers calling his phone saying that he needs to answer questions about a uh, a rape ac- accusation mm-hmm. from her. We have sex at night. We wake up. We have sex again. You know what I'm saying? We texting. There's te- and the only thing that got that got him absolved from like even from them even pursuing charges was the build up text messages before they even got to the club. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then the multiple witnesses that saw them together at the club and then leaving together from the club. Right. Like she was lying, bro. Like she she re- regretted probably what she she did. She probably had a boyfriend or something or something, and she tried to just throw my nigga under the bus. Yeah. And that's awful. I mean, that's not cool, too, but I think the thing, though, the pattern that we can see, and none of the things I'm saying are absolute. 
And I don't think anyone, I think anyone's saying is absolute. Right. I mean, it's case by case. But I'm just saying when when it's very, the allegations are very isolated. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that those are the reasons. Not because I know. Girl, no, no, no. I know girls that got raped. Like yeah. I, we know, all know. I know girls that yeah. like, got all the way raped, and they, you know, they strong women, and they they keep going, and they, you know, they it, it doesn't phase them as much as it phases probably another woman that that completely ruins their whole life. It doesn't right. phase them as much as we think it does. No, right. exactly, exactly. It but, might affect them way more than they like. Yeah, on. but you know, some people they they work through it how they work through it to yeah, get them totally. going. But a lot of women don't survive from it. You know, what nah, I'm man. So I'm acknowledging that, but that, but that's why I'm saying that I'm going to listen to the woman or listen to the girl. Right. Then I'm going to go and just investigate. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I tell you, but you know. and. and you're hella right, dude. 100. Yeah. percent And and I, there's gonna the one thing I think people need to realize too is that as much as we want to be positive and happy and all this, there's people that are gonna want to hurt you. Yeah. And and exactly. there's people that are gonna want to you know whether they're women or men, exactly. they're gonna want to hurt you. You know what yeah. I mean? So just watch out, man. There's definitely been women I've dated and whatever when I've been like, or I just met and I'm like, yeah, she hot, but like there's some in that are bright. Yeah. Right. Like some or like this person I did I'm, some I did people too. I did people that. Because they were from certain cities or certain hoods, that when I first and it could be people I totally like ended up being really good with. But at first I was like, "This is like too good to be true." This, this chick is hot, but she kind of from a tough hood, and I don't really know anything from there, so right. I can't. Oh, I positively I can't get an okay on the other end. Right, like right. if she checks out, cool. Like is she gonna set me up for a robbery or right, right, right. and that shit happens, man. But that, a lot. But that's, I always look at coming it like, from. Do I got a lot of money? <laughs> and then you gotta wait. Like, is it worth? And then you might back off. Coming from the type right. of city, coming from the type of environment that we grew up in, we have to think about that type of shit. Yeah, no, totally. Like, people will try to hurt you, man. But yeah. I think the moral, and I think what we basically all, all agree on is like we need to listen to women. Right. And it's good that women feel bottom line feel good. Enough, and I'm glad this is happening. R. Kelly's a piece of shit. You feel me? I think we can all agree on that. Right. And it's good that this is happening, and we'll see what comes of it. And right. I, I think some good ass shit is gonna come of it. Because, like we said, we heard all these things, and they've all been like from now. It's like one source compiling everything. Right. Right. And giving you like, there's a work of art to to show us like this is what it is. Right. This is who this person is. Right. And I think that's gonna be the ultimate thing, where it's like. Putting it all there in one place for you to see it all. Exactly. You feel me? And then judge. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, we're going to move on. Sorry, we were on that you for know, a while, but, but it was an important thing. No, I that, think, yeah, I, I think, think we need to get that and, one off. And one thing I want to say is like, and, and Troy, like, you're a guest, so I'll mm-hmm. say it to you as well, but it, there's sometimes there's things that we like feel like we probably should talk about. We're like, man, we just don't got it in us today to talk yeah, about it. Right. Or, or it's just too heavy, like you know what I mean. This is heavy, but I think I was. I'm really happy that we all were like, we need to talk about this. Right, right, right for sure. For you know sure. what I mean? Because this is uh, it, it needs to be talked about, and it's also, I think, you know, we need to show again, show the women in our lives and women in general that we give a fuck. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? And I think that's where the biggest thing is, just showing them there are people out there that give a fuck. And that's what honestly the the good good thing about like the Me Too movement. I'm not necessarily behind like a movement or right, a fad, right, but right. that's the good thing about that shit. Is hella people are getting popped for that shit that were being just running around doing anything. Right, right. Like fucking Weinstein and all and these just fucking being super creeps. Yeah. So um was R. Kelly in your King of R and B running? Safe. Yeah. Nah, yeah. For sure. He was? And this Definitely. Th- this eliminates him. 
Um, if you're we fired. If, you're fired now. <laughs> <laughs> if we doing that, I mean, but like I say, man, when we talking strictly music, you know, I I still put him up there musically. You feel me? And what he did, like you know, for writing the songs that he's written, uh, the music that he's put out. You feel me? In my time, I'm like shit. He was one of the best to ever do it. You feel me? If we put aside all the bullshit that he was involved in and everything, but once we start bringing that in, yeah. So I, I definitely, you know, knock him out. Who who would be next? If I knock him out, man, I might. I don't know, man. I might uh, throw the the usher. Exactly. The, that was what I was gonna say. You got to go usher because yeah. a nigga like Chris Brown couldn't flourish if it wasn't for an usher. You feel me? You think so? Usher yeah. killed it, bro. Like he uh, couldn't flourish. Well, I mean, I feel like Chris Brown was talented and is talented and everything, but I feel like you know, to him, it's like R. Kelly was what Usher looked up looked up to, and I feel like Usher is what. Chris Brown looked up to aside from like a Michael Jackson, you feel me? And I don't know, are we putting Michael Jackson in no. R and B? Okay, no. cool. He's king of pop. Yeah. Right, right. So if we're leaving him <laughs> there, then R and B, you know, if, like I say, if uh if we mess around and we disqualifying R. Kelly, I'm gonna throw an Usher at the top of that. Yeah, Usher it's crazy because we actually I had a talk with like a bunch of people like two years ago, man, just about not like some King of R and I guess it kinda was some King R and B shit, and it was just kinda like in a way, like, we're just like, R. Kelly don't count no more. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, of course, that dude has an amazing catalog and so many amazing songs, but I can't really listen to the songs anymore because there's just too much negative I content. Can't, I can't take them seriously anymore, you know what I mean? It's been that way for a while. So we were like, yo, well, who who would be the, that dude then? And it was definitely, like, Usher. Yeah, yeah. When we, like, you know, added everything up, we're like, Usher fucking put out so many good albums. You know what I mean? So many singles, so many songs. Like his first like hella three. different vibes too. Like he's had yeah. like kind of the nasty vibe, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's had the gentlemanly vibe. Like he can do it all. And so like, you know what I mean? I, 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 and I pretty like he just put out the album with Zaytoven, Zaytoven from Filmo. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, that shit was, was like he did yeah. it down and tried different things. Like he seemed like a cool dude. You know? I think I would I would um I would agree with that argument, and he's definitely in my three. Mm-hmm. Um. Who you putting in front of Bobby Brown? <laughs> in front of him, nah, because somebody made a good point about Bobby Brown. He only really made one great yeah, album. Yeah, he only had one album, one real album, one great you album. But yeah. he was a part of one of the greatest R and B groups ever. Right, but I mean, so we that's like so we no, 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 was no, that no, an R and B group yeah, yeah. though? Yeah, yeah, for sure. New edition, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. I feel like they were a boy band. No, it was an R and B boy band. I mean, yeah, same thing. yeah, but in like in sync and is a boy, they a boy pop band. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, so. You know, I I I gotta I gotta account for writers though, like singer songwriters. Uh huh. You got Neo, you got Facts. Dream, Dream the Illis. You How many songs? Saying? Like I was in the club the other day and I was like. I forget what song it was. I was like, I bet Dream wrote this yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. like how many songs that dude wrote? Exactly. Like, people don't even realize Dream. And I was gonna touch on it. Um, I haven't listened to it yet, but he just put out a triple disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Menage a Troy. Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway through. I've been, I've been, I'm gonna listen yeah, to this tonight. I'm about halfway through. There hasn't been a lot of music that's come out lately. It's been a slow time, but uh, yeah, man. You know, because I just put out seven. You feel me, Troy? I left seven. Make sure y'all go get that. That's out. Seven songs. You know, it ain't as many as the Dream, but. You know, I had to get my my little <laughs> plug plug in real quick when we talking music. Oh yeah, but yeah, I mean R and B wise, man, I don't know. Like like you say with those, I just think like I say Usher just because of the timeline. You feel me? His longevity. You feel me? Neo and Neo came out what two thousand seven. You know, I don't know what he exactly was writing before you just that. Knew that off the top of your head, two thousand seven. Yeah, that's 
Troy knows. You know the thing I've always noticed about you, Troy? <laughs> is like you're a fan of music. You oh, know yeah. music. I really appreciate that about you. For sure, man. And I, I mean, because that's like, if any, before anything, before I was even doing music, I was a fan of music. You feel yeah, me? Man. Just growing up with my pops and everything like that. So, like, a lot of the, the heavy influences that I had was like, back in the day, I was listening to the New Edition, but I was also listening to BBD. I was listening to, you know, uh, Mr. Kelly. <laughs> I was listening to all of that <laughs> shit. I think we all are, though. I, I, we all are fucking But, you know, but, like, I was, you know, and when The Chronic came out, I was, like, five. You feel me? But that was, like, an album that I had, and that was the only CD I had to listen to. That's a good one, At that man. time, at five years old. So point. I would j- just understand, you know, I was walking around kindergarten singing. I guess that's a good, a good note to leave shit, on. You feel me? What, so was that your first rap album that you, you fucked with? Yeah, Chronic. The Chronic? Yeah. That's a great album. That's arguably like to me that's as good a rap album ever that was ever made. Ever, yeah. Like you could like someone could be like, that's the greatest rap album, hip hop album ever. And I'd be like, Yeah. Like it's the, in my top five. I yeah. don't even like, you know, I don't like top five lists. Yeah. But that's in my top five list of all time hip hop albums. To my like, to my knowledge, you feel me? I mean, as far back as I can remember that I remember the chronic when it came out, and that was like a staple. And that was an album oh, yeah. that you you remember you yeah, fucking with, fucking with, tough. You know, wow. like I, my dad used to have like Ice Cube. He's listening to all of that other stuff, NWA. But it was like I was still young, so by the time I, I was because mine was mine was Doggy Style, but I was listening to rap shit before, obviously. But yeah. but Doggy Style was the album was I think was my first album that I sat there with the with cover, the yeah, looking at and starting to pay attention to yeah, like who made this, who yeah, the who the like, other and, rappers. And I think I was about seven because when did, when did Doggy Style come on? 92? 90, 94. Doggy Style was like or ninety three, ninety three, ninety four. I feel 90. like that album like people didn't really 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 realize how great it was when it came out. Doggy yeah. Style, it was just I loved so it. big. No, like we might have, but I'm saying yeah. like it was just so big that everyone, and the hip hop was still kind of underground. It's songs on the original album that aren't on the album. Yeah, that Jesus was has oh yeah. yeah. I mean, G's uh, uh, up, hoes down. G's up, hoes down. That yeah. shit is so tight. And I don't even shit. think that shit's on Spotify because they couldn't clear the No, sample. I have the song, though. No, I have it, too. Yeah, yeah, that's my shit. I, that shit, wow. I have an MP3. That song is so tight. And that's not Nate Dogg singing. Yeah, no. I thought it was Nate Dogg. It's this other random ass singer that's singing. I think it's RBX or somebody. Nah, nah it's someone no, super no, 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 cutty. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. It's someone it's like I've never heard about since. But then, yeah, that, I mean, you remember your first, your first? Rap album oh, that yeah. you really bought? Yeah, well, not that I bought is one thing. Or, or my dad gave me. With. So I'm a little older than you guys. I'm, I was born in '81, so I'm about 37. Okay. So the first thing my dad gave. So my dad is like, my dad's cool, man. He's always like kind of on some like punk rock shit, some jazz shit. But he he was just he was just like was like he never was trying to be down with young thing, young mm-hmm. people shit. He still ain't, but he uh, respects it. Right, he's, he's hella up on tight. It. So he gave me Run DMC Raising Hell cassette mm. when I was literally five years old. And he had the tea, bought the tape. And I think he bought it for himself too, because he was just like, this is tight. Like, yeah, this is yeah, interesting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, and not because the Aerosmith shit, because my dad's not an Aerosmith fan, but just because <laughs> he was just like, this seems cool. And um, and he was just like, you know, that's like when I started, you know, and I, I know that album inside and out. And it was just like, that was the first album I, I kind of had and I listened to. And, and I that was what made that. me want to be a DJ. It was like just hearing the scratching. And we had records mm-hmm. at home. And I was like, and he's like, yeah, this is the dude is scratching. Like, I was like, what? And one of my friends came over, my homie Biko, and like fucked up his record player one time. Like, cause we were all <laughs> trying to fuck around, like same shit. You know what I mean? But um, that was like, you know, my my dad always influenced me. Like, I just like watched that. that Jam Master J um, documentary on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. There was another one that I, I thought that was the one that they did that they re 
released was the 50 Cent one that he did. Because mm-hmm. 50 Cent put one out that came out with um, an album, one of the albums that he did, like, like 09, 2010, maybe, I forget, but... That Before yeah. I Self-Destruct, I, I think? I think it was that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was that one. He he dropped that jam ass. Cause it was pretty much the same shit. Yeah, yeah. Same information and everything. A lot of that shit they was talking about in there was the same thing. But yeah, Run DMC, I, shit. That album, I do remember that album though. Which one? Raising, Raising Hell. Hell. Oh, yeah. Raising Hell, okay. But I remember like, all right, so the, some of the, I was just, there's two, two trips to like when I first started buying my shit that like totally shaped me when I was like 11 or 12. And I remember buying tapes. And I, I would buy like two tapes at a time. One was I bought RBL Posse Let Me Learn mm. and The Chronic when it came out. Mm. I was like in fifth grade, maybe Damn. sixth grade, maybe. Like I bought them shits together, and then I remember I bought the first Hypers Hill, and then I bought P Roxy L Smooth Mecca and the Soul Brother together. Damn. And those like I remember Troy like they're reminiscent of you that song, the song Troy. Yeah, 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 yeah. About Trouble T Roy, like that shit was everywhere. I think it was like Hip Hop Song of the Year on the Young uh-huh. Raps, and I was like, and, you know, I was a ten or eleven years old, and that's like when I wanted to be a DJ. Because uh-huh. when I wanted to be a DJ, and we talked about this before, is like I didn't want to. It wasn't about I didn't know about DJ and parties. I just wanted to DJ for rappers. Right, right, right. So I wanted to be like P Rock, Jam Master J, like Premier, mm-hmm. you know, Dre, and all them. So that was, first, those were like real formative. You know, my like, first rap album that I actually purchased was. Um, all eyes on me. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, man. Oh my god. That you just that you, that you purchased with your own money, or yeah, just... well, I mean, with money that I was right that right. was given to me. Right, <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. I think shit before that. I think I mean the chronic. Obviously, I was riding around listening to my dad. But I think when I got my own money that I was saving to be able to go buy, I went and bought uh the G Funk era. Oh, shit. I'm listening no, to that right now. For real, <laughs> I'm listening that was my to that shit. Right now, but bro. I walked over there. And I walked but to Mo sure. Music, bro. When Showtime had the shop, yeah, on, uh, yeah. right there. My grandma, my, no, it was on. Um, it was on Hayes. Oh, and, that one, that yeah, one, that on one, Hayes and Ashbury. Yeah. It was right across from uh, from John. What is that? John Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, across the street from John mm-hmm. Adams. And my granny stayed right down the street. So I just used to walk over there and I just used to go look at the tapes and everything in there. Finally, and I had some money. I was like, well, I'm gonna come get that. Yeah. And I, he was like, yeah, I got that new Warren G. And I was like, ooh, I want to buy it. I, but I had $10 to my name that I saved. And he didn't do no tax. No, nope, he just <laughs> let me have it out the door. I was like, yes. For sure. You know, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy too, is um, you were talking about Neck of the Woods earlier. And it used to be, I forget what the venue it was called before that, but that same room. Oh, Rocket Room. Rocket Room. Rocket Room, yeah. In the late 2000s, I DJed a Warren G show, uh-huh. and I DJed a Dog Pound show there. That's late. Oh, I remember both the Dog Pound Dog Pound show was... I remember the Dog Pound They're incredible, one. man. Yeah. Anyone yeah. book them, and they're fucking tight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. When you were saying right. that earlier, I was like, thinking about... I DJed like a Dead Press show there. Like, it did, I was just thinking about different things. That's DJ. tight. That's tight. And see, like, I mean, I don't know. Back then, I'm, I mean, I'm still a person that buys music. You feel me? So I, I still remember those days when... Back then, it was like I was saving to buy music like, yeah. all the time. My sister, Tuesdays. my sister, pieced up. Every yeah. Tuesday. We, we went to the, <laughs> was that the warehouse that was downtown on Powell? I'll go to the one at Geary. See? My homie, because he stayed, because we, we'd stay, I went to Hoover, even though I okay. grew up in Brazilian, the mission, and then I would stay at his house, and then we would go, um, even though shit came on Tuesdays, I mean, sometimes you get shit Tuesdays, but we'd like, all right, I'm going to spend the night at his house, the homie's house, and then that's when we first, like, he had the Wu-Tang, like, I never heard Wu-Tang before. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And we go, we buy, like, our little tapes or CDs at, at the warehouse around Gary. Yeah, yeah, first one I went, I bought downtown on uh, Powell. Me and my sister had pieced up, and we bought San Quinn. The hustle continues. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. 95. And that was just, yeah, that was played all the time. Definitely. Like, tapes. Hell, yeah. Oh, shit, man. How we feeling? 
That was a, a good one. Right, right, right. <laughs> kind of went saying. off. Was, I think this one. one's a lot longer than usual, but it's all good, man. Hey, man, it's the first one of 2019. It had right. to be special. Uh, just want to say thank you to Troy, Legend Live Forever. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to Project Level. Shout out to Dregs One. Shout out to Dreamier Production. Deshaun Davis, thank you for everything. Uh, it's a beautiful 2019 ahead of us. Look out for more, um, just more changes and everything. We will uh, try to get a little bit more consistent again like we've been yeah but 2019 we in this we deep in it now sean g deo deshaun davis troy legend live forever i'll let your boy <laughs> we're out <laughs>